forever. Dog. Be a best show back here on a Tuesday night at the start of October. Look at that. How are we all doing tonight? This is going to be a great one. Hold on. Are you feeling snake boy? Good. Let me tell you all about that. Uh, everybody, we got a show for you tonight. Oh, my goodness. We've got Sweeping Promises, one of the best bands going. Our live performance in studio. Get ready. Sweeping, promises, amazing. Can't wait for you to hear it. Swinging by, Joe Cazala is going to say hi and talk about his new CD. And we've got a big announcement from me regarding a musical endeavor. Stay tuned for it. Get ready. It's the best show. Play the theme. Best show time. You know what it's like. You know how it goes here on the best show. This is the show that can't be stopped. It's the show that can't be topped. You wanted the best, and guess what? You got the best. It's the best show. How are you? My name is Tom Sharpling, the host of tonight's episode here in a uh, early October uh, mood. Anybody getting their pumpkin spices? Pumpkin spices? Pumpkin spice? Anybody getting their pumpkin spice? I love pumpkin spice. Boy, oh boy, do I love pumpkin spice. I don't love pumpkin spice. We just heard from Tyrannosaurus Rex. From the album Beard of Bees. Uh, sorry, a Beard of Stars. Beard of Bees is uh, Peter Jeffrey's uh, 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 album. A Beard of Stars by Tyrannosaurus Rex. Tyrannosaurus Rex, some would say. Fist Heart, Mighty Dawn, Dart from that great album. Before, that's when he was acoustic. Him and Took, the bongos, the congas. Different, different vibe, man. And I'll tell you this. That's the good stuff. You want the good stuff, you come to the best show. How's everybody doing tonight? The phone number is 201-989-0012. You want to get in on the action. We got stuff to talk about tonight. Wads. We're going to finally finish this freaking 100 biggest wads of all time list we've been working on. Um, We'll finally 
slam the lid on that. How many wads do we have to go? Does anybody know? Anybody on the, the team know how many wads we have left? We'll find that out. So 201-989-0012 is the number. And then we've got Joe Quizala coming by. He's got an amazing new album. It's very funny. And it's called Funny Songs and Sketches. Wherever you get your streaming, you get that album. Um, I want to tell you about, where is it? Hold on, hold on, hold on, my friends. I figured a new thing out here, and now I figured it out, and I found it, and now it's going to be like magic. How are you doing tonight, Pat? Tom, I'm feeling a little bit like Rob Thomas out here today. Talentless? Hmm? Talentless? No, it was a hot one. Oh, it was a hot one. Okay, I got you. And by that, you're referencing the show where you watch it and it's it's uh, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal eating uh, uh, chicken wings. The, the chicken wings, yeah. The, the spicy sauce show is what I think it's called. Yes. Mike? Yes, sir. Look at this, sir. I love this. I love it. You, sir proper respect not that i ask for it but i like it yeah congratulations to you ap mike on your football giants they are <laughs> what was yeah, the score was of the miserable. game what was the score of the game i think it was 28-3 man it's weird those are most basketball scores <laughs> for I the other to team. my uh local establishment to watch it and uh i had to leave after the first half i was so disgusted yeah ain't your year you and eddie trunk both uh sol on this season right have you listened to uh mike francesa's assessment of uh last night's game i did not i recommend it where where would i find that he's got some uh bet river on uh podcast thing on uh youtube this bum put down <laughs> podcasting more than anybody you know the only person i can think of that put down podcasting more than mike francesa ap mike yeah me remember when i used to make fun of <laughs> podcasts in the old days deservedly I was, but I was I was just saying, do only do one when you have a, a point and a purpose. Don't just do one because it's what everybody else is doing. Do one when you got something to do. But Mike Francis says, everybody doing podcasts, it's, uh, uh, yeah, not for me, not for And then, yeah. So, well, yeah. So he, he does these rants. They're pretty much like half hour rants. He doesn't have to deal with callers anymore, mm-hmm. which I'm sure he's quite happy not yeah. to have to deal with yeah. the the callers. Bill from Syosset. You're right. I have to say <laughs> this guy has taken the pregnant pause mm-hmm. to places I've never heard before. Not even on the best show, Mike. Not, not, not even, even on the, on best, the show. best show. His his pregnant pauses are are going so long now mm-hmm. that I thought I thought the show had ended prematurely. 
But then he starts up again. I, I, I really recommend it. It's, it's kind of funny. Anyway. I mean, I, I was laughing. Remember when he fell asleep <laughs> during his uh, broadcast and then denied he fell asleep? Yeah. <laughs> One of the all-time funniest things. Despite the video evidence. Do we have Jason? Jason, are you here? We do not have Jason. We do not have Jason. Okay. I wasn't sure what the story was with that. What's going on there? He's he's under the weather. Wow, okay. So we have the three horsemen tonight. The three <laughs> horsemen. Uh-huh. How we do? Oh, I guess we'll. That's all we do when there's only three. Um. <laughs> so. Yeah, so they just put up the video, this shot of him asleep. He's nodded over. First of all, I just want to say I spent my weekend watching a three-part documentary called Telemarketers. And boy, I just want to say, boy, what a what a blue ribbon this is for the state of New Jersey. The uh this yeah. telemarketers. Um it's I this is what happens to me. I go I literally get a tattoo of the state of New Jersey on my wrist and then 10 days later, watch a documentary that I'll, I'll be honest, the last two days, I've been meeting with people who could remove my hand. <laughs> Just take it off at the wrist right here. That documentary, did you watch? You watched it, Mike, right? I, I did watch it. Yeah. Pat, did you watch Telemarketers? Yeah, I recently watched it also, and uh, I think yeah, I started it just before I, I came out there for the 24, and then I finished it when I got back. Um, and I don't know if you heard this, but Patrick uh, J. Pespis is missing currently. Really? They're trying to find him, yeah. There's been a lot of uh, people. I guess the person that runs his Instagram um, – I think he was running it, but then like he started the account when the show came out, when uh, the, the series came out, when it debuted or someone mm-hmm. started it for him. And then um, the other, his like partner in the film, in the film and the other character in the film is, he has taken it over and has been posting a lot like missing wow. person last seen in Jeez. Easton PA a couple days ago. So yeah, it's crazy. Wow. Well, I hope, I hope, hope he's, he's okay. All, all kidding aside. Yeah, but um, but he does go missing in the documentary. So this right, may be right. more than this once. Maybe he goes you know missing. he he needs to get some time alone. Or it, it right. seems yeah. Hopefully it's another round of that that he's checking out and sp- splits for a bit when he needs to needs to split and then resurfaces. Um, yeah, this uh, the second this thing I sat down. I'm watching this thing with Julia. She ain't, she doesn't know New Jersey. First shot, the New Brunswick water tower. I go, oh no. Within one second, I'm going, oh no. I know where that is. (laughs) (laughs) Then seeing signs for fat sandwiches. Oh no. Getting shots of Route 1 and 9. 
then they go to the fraternal off like fraternal what is it the fraternal uh, order of police order. yeah yes they go to that office two blocks from where i used to live in really? woodbridge i saw that stupid sign every day i was like this is the best and the brightest that new jersey has to offer telemarketers swindlers yeah i feel i can only say this how many times in my life did i get those calls oh my god did i ever get those calls the sticker they're always talking about the sticker you can get the sticker the cops don't care about that sticker you think the cops care about us the stick they know the sticker's fake What were some of your thoughts, Pat and Mike, about telemarketers? Yeah, I mean, I'm still getting the calls. They're mostly the robo calls these days. But I mean, I, I never, I never, I mean, I never gave money, or I don't think anyone in my family did. But it's it's pretty crazy how deep and dark the the whole union thing goes with the cops. Yeah. Um, it was fun to see how much fun they were having in those early <laughs> days. Yeah. And I, um, I love how this guy, Pat, who's one of the telemarketers for people who haven't seen it. It's about, it's about a low down and dirty telemarketer organization. And that was out of New Jersey they would claim to represent the police or they had these deals with the police to raise money, they would keep most of the money, and then the cops would get 10%. It's a total hose job for everybody. And look, I'm not saying that people who have a, a troubled past shouldn't work. Of course they should work. Everybody should yeah. get a chance to rehabilitate and to be a part of society and get a job. I'm not judging it from that angle. I'm just saying they got the wackiest people look and then they were just like yeah go get get high and drunk at work and all that stuff all i could think of was these are my people these are my roots and then julia said it's nice to know that uh we both come from like uh you know those are both our people i'm like eh, okay because she grew up in the South. So, uh, yeah. Not the convicted murderer, though, Tom. That guy. <laughs> I want that guy, guy on Egg Foo he's, What? He's not, he's not my people. No, I want him on Egg Foo What? <laughs> no, no, no. If we can no. get that guy who goes, uh -huh. uh, excuse me, ma'am, uh, this is Bill from the uh, from the thing. Uh, go, go drop dead. Go get murdered in a... <laughs> Go get a car fire. Hope you yeah. dine a car fire tonight. Too much uh, intensity there. Yeah. yeah, that guy was scary. That guy, I, I want. I want to organize some sort of celebrity boxing thing. <laughs> Pat, I think you got to fight him. That guy. Do you think he could? Do you I think, think Pat could, could beat, beat that guy. Do you, well, crazy beat strong, but uh, <laughs> do you do you think he could beat Logan Paul in a celebrity fight? That guy, Bill. I'm already saying you could, Pat. 
I think you can take that guy. We get you. We get your conditioning up. Just make yeah. sure you're ready. What do you think, Mike? You want to see yeah, Pat I mean, square off against what's his name, Bill? <laughs> oh my is. God! Uh-huh. Look at that neck. Yeah, <laughs> he's mostly he's, neck. He's got that wiry, but like like Pat says, he's 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 got the crazy going too. Yeah. Though what he looks yeah. like, what he looks like is the human that the crypt keeper was before he died. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know I'd what I mean. Wear him, I'd have to wear him out, yeah. which would be the hardest uh-huh. thing. I want like, you I'd in the ring. To, <laughs> have to keep ducking and and diving punches until mm-hmm. he was tired, and then if I got solid like punches in, he'd he'd do the thing where he'd be bleeding from the face, and he'd be looking at me smiling like maniacally mm-hmm. with yeah. blood everywhere. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I would say. First of all, congratulations to the Safety Brothers with their their documentary yes. of of this and the guy that did the thing and and Pat Patrick Pespis Pes, Pespis Pespis yeah Pespis I've never seen anybody pull off the Tony Clifton look better <laughs> than that guy when he shows up to do interviews and he's got those sunglasses on. And that newsboy cap. I don't even know what I I don't even know if it was the most professional thing I've ever seen or the craziest thing I've ever seen. Cause he's just like it, he's staring. He looks like Bobby Moynihan a little bit. Right? Little bit. Like at the brush off though. Ooh, from that, from uh, the Connecticut uh, senator. What's yeah. his name? Blumenthal. Oh, what a brush yeah. off. He torched that him. was that was yeah. rough. And yeah. and then him forgetting the the FOP president's name was was pretty. Oof! Rough. That was when he goes, Mister Yates, Mister Yates. <laughs> uh, my name is not Mister Yates. His name was like Yoat Yoats, or like uh-huh. he, he knew what the guy wanted. <laughs> that guy comes through the lobby. You you hear your name being called out in a hotel or a version of your name in a hotel lobby, and you yeah. see that guy coming toward you. You everybody wouldn't try to duck that meetup. Now he looks like Bobby Moynihan when he played Drunk Uncle. He literally looks like it's Bobby Moynihan as Drunk Uncle in. And remember when he had the jacket on? He's like, yeah, me and the other guy were twins. Mm, twins might be a. You got check jacket. You got checkered patterns on your your uh, coats. Look, I like the guy. I was rooting for the guy. Mm-hmm. It's the ultimate Halloween costume would be to dress like him in the in the early <laughs> days. Get a giant wig and that right? Get a get that giant wig and then a headset. People are asking where is the doc? HBO. It's uh it's Max now, Pat. Yeah. Show some respect. Well, it aired on HBO, didn't it? Yes, but I believe it's on. If people are talking about a streamer. Sure, sure. Pat, I have no respect for Max. Don't worry. (laughs) No, but this is a killer documentary. His eyes are a little bit like uh, Alan Covert. He's got a little bit of Alan Covert in the eyes. A little bit of the sparkle of of, of of an Alan Covert circa Happy Gilmore. 
man, that is a great Halloween costume. I almost was going to be that guy for Halloween. And then I was like, nah, I'm not going to do that. Horseman, stand down and stand by. Everybody, I want to tell you a couple things, and this is important stuff. There's a Best Show Patreon, and that's how we keep the lights on for the Best Show. Patreon.com slash the best show. And what do we got on there? Ad-free episodes of the show. We've got special programming we do each and every Sunday. A new thing gets released. The full best show, 24-hour marathon, the full ad-free video is up on the Patreon. Meet My Friends, The Friends is up there, the Friends Review Podcast. Make Mike Marvel is up there. Why am I saying it like I'm running for office? It's looking like JFK. Make Mike Marvel. And we've got Make Mike Marvel. Sound like RFK, right? New episodes of S&W Q&A coming. Sharpling and Worcester Q&A. We recorded a couple last week. They're coming out. The John Gentle Show. Cannot wait. That one's going to be a whopper of a show. I'm telling you. You get ready. John Gentle Show is going to be better than everything anybody's heard. I got a little sneak peek. Unbelievable. And then, yes, the trial of Z-Man. We will schedule it. He was giving me a hard time in the the chat over at the, oh, what people listen to show on Twitch. Uh, Z-Man giving me a hard time. Being a little crabby. I'll throw you right on the wad list, bro. You watch out. You go right on the wad list. I'll swap you out with uh, Woolery. Anybody give me a hard time? I'll swap you out with Woolery. Number three. You'll be number three. I'll switch you out with Stotts. All right, here we go. The wad list. Let's see what we got. Okay, we're doing good. Uh, Number 52. Um... Let's just get into it. This is one Pendulette number 52. Put him on the list. Pendulette. Um also, what else was I doing this weekend? Well, what I was doing this weekend, my friends. I was doing exactly what needed to be done. Me other people are forever dog. We packed those Best Show shirts. They're out the door, baby. I just want to tell you thanks to everybody who ordered a Best Show t-shirt. We packed them. We shipped them. They are on their way to you. Thank you for being patient. It was our first time doing an order this large. We were getting the whole the system in place and and getting everything right but i'm gonna tell you the shirts are beautiful and borat himself would say if he saw a best show shirt he'd say wah wah wee wah that's how nice they are 
The shirts are on their way. I want to tell you this. This is just the beginning. We got more ideas for things. I got ideas, merch ideas. Up in this, I don't have a whole lot between these two ears. There ain't a whole lot happening. Except there's a, a, a tuna can rattling around up there. But we got merch ideas. We got a great printer now. We got merch ideas. You just stay tuned. And we do it right. We don't take, I, I don't want it to ever take advantage of the audience. Never, ever. The show's free. You can always listen to the show for free. That's the beauty of the best show. It's always free. These other things certainly help out and make things more fun for you. Shirts are on their way. We're putting, there was a best show sticker put in each one. So you get a best show sticker. And also take a picture of yourself with your shirt on and and then tag it on the social media best show for the number four life so we can post a picture of you in your shirt. And if you didn't order a shirt and you missed out, there will be very limited overstock available for purchase that we will talk about in the very, 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 very near future how you could get one. Thanks, everybody who ordered a shirt. I can't thank you enough. And the shirts are amazing. You're going to love them. So, let's go to the phones. Two zero one nine eight nine zero zero one two. Get your calls in. Come on, get your calls in. Hello, Best Show. How's it going? Hi, Tom. This is John in Dallas. John in Dallas. John, you excited about sweeping promises? The amazing sweeping promises from Lawrence, Kansas. I'm excited to hear them. They are killer. John, get ready. Killer. Get ready. Wait. What do you got for me, John? Oh, I've got a couple of wads to suggest for your okay. consideration. I'm ready. Starting off, Troy Duffy. Troy Duffy, the director of Boondock Saints. Yes. Star of the documentary Overnight. Can I see the wad list, please? Let's find a spot. Number 89, Troy Duffy. Great placement there. Okay. My boy. How about Bobby Knight? Hmm. I think God has punished Bobby Knight in his own way. That is fair. We don't need the wad list to punish him. Who else you got? Uh, got kind of a double bill here. Uh, Marquis de Sade and Alan Dershowitz. Alan Dershowitz makes the list. Yeah, he's a wad. Okay, see the list again? Put him in the low part. So we'll do number uh, 97, Alan Dershowitz. My guy's delivering here. John. John, did you like the 24-hour best show? Oh, it was great. What was your favorite part? Tell me your favorite. And everybody, uh, everybody, tell me your favorite part of the 24-hour show. We all I've, delivered on that thing when so far I shaved nine months off my life to do that. Nine months. I will live nine months less than I had planned because I did that show. Nine months, that's a time 
from conception to birth. So it's fitting, isn't it? It is fitting that I would go out the door like that. Yeah. So what else we got? What's your favorite moment? Give me a um, I like Johnny Doily quite a bit. He was quite irreverent. Johnny Doily. The great Johnny Doily. Amazing. Loved it. Um, Johnny Doily's on tour. Don't miss Johnny Doily. He's touring America. That was an amazing segment. Yeah. John Daly is Johnny Doily. That it for Wads, John? That's it for me. Thank you. Oh, John, that was a great call. I like it. John comes in, drops some Wads, hits uh, hits a few, gets a few on the board. I'm good. Bye-bye. Hello, Best Show. Hey, Tom. Jason in Carborough, North Carolina. Carborough, North Carolina, two, seven. Seven five one. Is that your zip code? Two seven five one zero. Two seven five one zero. Yep. What do you got? Uh first of all, I want to say I love Carborough. I love the triangle. I was just down there a couple weeks ago for a strategic yeah. check in, check out. Yeah. Good time to be here. It really is. It's fun to see the streets overflowing with the world's worst young people. <laughs> In Carolina blue. Yes. Acting as if the universe wronged them somehow. And they were pushing back by getting extra drunk. God bless them. That's youth. That's youth. I ain't got no youth no more. Jason, I'm on the ropes, buddy. Well, writer strike is over. Yes, the writer strike is over. Time for someone to uh throw old Tommy a seat in a room. You got a writer's room you could put me in there, Jason? Uh, no, just a uh, little music room. You could uh, play some instruments. Well, we try. We try. Figured I had to ask. What do you got for this wads list, Jason? What do you got for the wads? Yeah, I got a a short stack, and I may have a contender for number one. Well, we already appointed a number one, but I'm interested to see what you think, who you think could unseat Greg Ginn. Yeah. Let's hear it. I think I got it. Let's give me the number one pick at the end of your list. Okay. 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 Yeah. J.K. Rowling. Did J.K. Rowling make the list? Number 42 already on the list. All right, okay. Papa John. Papa John, number 83. Uh, number 82, Papa John. Mama's and Papa's Papa John's number 83. <laughs> All right, uh, Ariel Pink. 
Aeropink's on the list already. Oh, man. Number 41. Martin Shkreli. Martin Shkreli not on the list. I'm getting a little tired of these, like, internet douches. Because the whole list could be internet douches. You know what I mean? All right. But I do. I Martin Scarelli is a uh, classic wad, but I feel like I have more representative wads of that stripe on yeah. the list. Yeah. What do you got for number one? Well, uh, what do you got? Number one, Eeyore vibes guy. Who? The Eeyore vibes guy. The person that the the person in a professional yeah. work environment that told me I had Eeyore vibes. That one? Yeah. Yes, that guy. Well, first of all, that ain't no guy. Ladies can be wads too, okay. Jason. That was a lady said. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. And I will not name that horrible person other than to say, didn't mind seeing her show got canceled last year. Didn't hurt. <laughs> Didn't hurt when I saw that. <laughs> I'll say this. I want to say this to everybody. And you take this to the bank. Any bank. Or to your savings and loan. Or to your credit union. Crypto. However you do. You take it to wherever. <laughs> I don't lose. I never lose. I might get knocked down. I might get punched in the face. I might get kicked. Hurt. Run over. Stepped on. Bit by a dog. It don't stop me. The only thing that stops me is the big one. When I'm gone, gone. That's when I'm stopped. Until then, I don't stop. And that bum who said that to me. You'll get yours. You'll get yours, Eeyore Vibes. Cost me a year's worth of pay. Ooh, I'm mad uh, now, Jason. Ooh, I'm mad. Get off my phone. I don't know why I did that. Let me know when our guest is here, if you could. Let me know when our guest is here. Let's see what we got. Hot phones tonight on the best show. 201-989-0012 as we figure out the wads. Hello, Best Show. Hey, Tom. Hello, who's this? This is Jeffrey in Birmingham, Alabama. Jeffrey in Birmingham. How are you, Jeffrey? I'm doing good. I'm just chilling on my porch tonight, just listening to the Best Show. I love it. What do you got? You got a beverage with you? Uh, let me see if I let me, let yeah. me see if I can guess. Let me see if I can guess what you got. Okay. 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 It might be a cliche. What's the weather like in Birmingham tonight? That's gonna. Uh, we're we're in the seventies. It's a nice it's a nice uh, October night. Ice tea. Yeah, a little, you know, yeah, a little adult iced tea, but sure. Ah, somebody's. What is is it? Is it your own concoction or is it like a store brand? Uh, no, sir. It's always a, a concoction of my own. Tell, give us this recipe, and I'm sure 
Everybody can write it down and use their own discretion, of course. This is not an endorsement of the consumption of alcoholic beverages. No, no, of course not. No, 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 no. How does a Jeffrey uh, it, from just, Birmingham put his drink together where he can get uh, sloshed? Well, not sloshed. I hope not sloshed. Just just nice after a long Royally day. hammered. Um, <laughs> Um, it's just a little iced tea and then a little bit of whiskey and what kind of whiskey? Of what are we talking about? Whis- what are we talking about? Whiskey wise? What do we got? Well, whiskey wise, we're talking about a little, uh, log and doodle. A little what? Labradoodle? What is that? Labradoodle. <laughs> what? A nice Scottish one. Yes. What are you, what are you putting in it? Say it again. It's log and vula. Log and vula. Fancy. Yeah. So it's yeah, iced tea, log and vula, and what else? And just a little bit of ice and water. A little bit That's of right. ice and water. Okay. How many do you generally, how many of these do you put back a night? Uh, well, it's not every night. Uh, that would make me a, an incapacitated alcoholic. But uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I, I on, on nights where I do sort of chill out a couple nights a week i you know i'll have two okay and you throw up afterwards you throw up right off the porch <laughs> no 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 i hope not no 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 never 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 don't drink to be sick no okay just asking somebody in the chat just said two means three two means three <laughs> so four no no well that's 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 no 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 that's usually on the weekend that's on the week on the, the weekends weekend. okay yes well good that's that's can, I, can that, I say tom too what's that jeffrey i i just wanted to say congratulations on your book oh thank you thank you the national bestseller national yes. bestseller still available for purchase yes yeah it never ends still available it was a wonderful read Thank you. Thank you, Jeffrey. Did it make you cry? Uh, a little emotional. Yeah. You get a little emotional about Did things sometimes laugh? when I read. Did you laugh? Well, it's a whole roller coaster. Oh, it's cry. like a Disney movie. The... Yeah. <laughs> it's like a Disney movie. One minute you're crying, <laughs> next thing you know, there's some elf dancing around or a chimpanzee and a chicken are doing a song together and you're laughing. <laughs> and I want to say too, during the 24 hour uh, show that uh, I, I absolutely adored uh, Matt Berry uh, calling in as Graham Nash. That, well, that I don't know if that was Matt Berry. I'm not sure that was Matt Berry. Oh, okay. Well, I, well, Graham Nash called it. Yes. And it's Graham Nash. Graham. Not, as Americans, we say Graham. And, <laughs> Englishman, especially down here in the south, I might have, I, I might have folded it just a little bit. Yes. yes. <laughs> no, I loved it too, and yes, it was Matt Berry. Um, <laughs> what do you got for me, my friend? What may what brought you to the show well, tonight? Well, I'm I'm uh, a first time caller, long time listener, first time caller. Wow. Okay. Yes, and I, I adore the show. Thank you. Um, I just wanted to say that that uh, as far as the WAD list goes, because I know that that is still ongoing, 
Um, I was curious, I, I teach film studies and I have to say that I have to put into the hat um, and if I missed it, I do apologize in advance. Um, I was just curious. I would like to put forward both Francis Ford Coppola and Peter Bogdanovich because they are both wads. And putting Coppola on the wads list. No, okay, no, no, no. That's you know fair. why? Okay, this is why. You had George Lucas. You had Coppola. Coppola. Mm-hmm. George Lucas took his money and he's like, I'm going to build things and, you know, like. <laughs> George, the Coppola would be, he said, the only point of this money is to use it for like bold, daring moves and crazy. Like, and he would do it. He'd go broke. He'd make more money, go broke again, make more mm-hmm. money. And now he's, how old is he? 82? In his eighties, and he's yeah. sunk. He's sinking his money back again into this movie he's been trying to make for a decade. Megalopolis. Yeah. He's put his own money. Yeah. He made all that wine money. He's putting that money into this. Got a lot of. Got to like. Look, is he perfect? Of course not. He's a messed up dude. Sure, but I got to <laughs> give him. I give him points for being bold. He's always bold. Well, that's fair. That's completely fair. What about Bogdanovich? Bogdanovich, the ascots keep him off the list. <laughs> Just on the ascot alone. The ascots uh, are like a, a like a, a protection amulet. <laughs> well, I like the laughs. I like this. Jeffrey thinks I'm funny. Oh. Well, I don't. I don't want to replace uh, the gentleman from Minnesota. I can't think. Is it Mike from Minnesota? I like how you say that. That's the way. Uh, that's the way a rival politician would say it. Uh, the gentleman <laughs> from Minnesota. I do not want to the take what he does. The fine gentleman from Minnesota. I have my own thing. So, <laughs> Jeffrey. Well, Tom. I like the, so I, I just want to say this, Jeffrey. Tonight. First time caller, I like the cut of your jib. I like the cut of your jib. You keep calling back. Thanks for the call, buddy. Boot 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 boot. A big announcement with my musical career coming up later in the show. We got an ETA on our guest. Uh, should be very soon. Very soon. Very soon. I like that. Tom, I have a suggestion for the list. If that's Andrew, okay. this is Andrew, everybody. Can the callers hear you? They should be able to hear me. This is Andrew. How are you, Andrew? I'm... And Andrew, I wanted to say this. Yeah, it went so far above and beyond with the 24-hour thing with the sound and the music. Well, thank you. And this we've been promised this session. You killed it. I also want to point out our guy. He's amazing. Wes Knapp. The video look that this dude is bringing to the show. It's like a freaking movie some weeks. It's like a movie. This guy's a genius. Wait till you see the sweeping promises thing. Of course, Wes. I'm serious. 
the look of the Shannon Shaw, when Shannon Shaw played, unbelievable. OCs, beautiful. All the graphics, all this action. We got a team there going bonkers in there. And I love them all. I love one more than the next. Who do you got, Andrew? I have two, and maybe we can we can take or leave either or both, one or one. Uh, Don't you say Brett Boehm. Don't um, you say it. I uh, wasn't going to say Don't, it. Don't, Andrew, I told you off air to not, you said, I'm not supposed to review it. Andrew said, can I call in and say Brett Boehm? And I said, first of all, you don't have to call in. You just need to press a button. Secondly, absolutely not. Brett Boehm, it's like the Olive Garden. When you're a forever dog, you're family. Okay. The well, Manson family. Clip it. Um, I just thought maybe in in honor of uh, the the insane debacle uh, in Washington today yeah, that yeah. or perhaps it was I don't know if it was yesterday or today but uh, either Matt Gates or Kevin McCarthy probably deserves to be up there just because of that. I know we got that politician slot. I though, know, Andrew, but I know. Matt Gates is almost working his way past that. I want to think on that. Okay. Want to think on it, but it's very close. That's as close as a politician. That dude is one of the wormiest people I've ever seen in my life. Does he look like the most unpleasant human to have ever existed? I think so. Yeah. What else you got, Andrew? Who else you got? Uh, actually, it was just one of those two. Oh, okay. um, I just thought since okay. they kind of right. earned it the last few days, so I'm gonna I'm gonna think about Matt Gates though, because that one my, he might have broken through. All right, he might have broken through. Thank you, Andrew. Let's go to the phones. Back to the phones. Hello, best show. Hey, Tom. Uh, this is Matthew in Philadelphia. Matthew in Philadelphia. Now, Matthew does not like music. I just want to tell everybody, <laughs> not a music fan. Matthew can take it or leave it. He just doesn't seem interested. He likes whatever he hears on the radio, and that's pretty much mm -hmm, it. Mm -hmm. No, you are one of the most enthusiastic music fans, and it's always, it's a truly, it's it's inspiring to see how much you walk the walk with your love of music. You get out there, you see things, you drive, you go do things. Thank you, Tom. So what do you got for tonight, or tonight Matthew? Um, well, I, I don't, I don't have any wads. Because I don't have the constitution of a hater. You know me, Tom. I I'm, do. Uh, I'm, I do. I'm too full of love. You're too full of love. I say that all the time. Matthew, you're too full of love. <laughs> Siphon out just 30% of the love. I will try. I'll try. No, don't. Um, don't. What I do have. What do you got? No, no. <laughs> I'll send you the love. Okay. Um, what I have is, okay, so... Um, Joel Hushley from Wicker Spigot is my hero because he sent me like a giant box of zines, like old zines from the 90s. Um, 
And what I have for you, Tom, is I found not only uh, a refrigerator tour diary from 1993, but one for Discothic U from 1994. Wow. What fanzine were they in? Uh, Discothic U was in the France zine, and the refrigerator was in uh, the Altered Mind. Okay. I would love to see those. I would love to see it. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to put um, scans and stuff up for sure. That's some prime 90s indie rock right there. <laughs> That's the good stuff. It's great. Um, uh, Alan wrote the uh, the one for Refrigerator. There's a thing about like going to Aquarius Records, and the whole description is, you know, Alan poured a bottle of water on his head and ran around the store, you know, serenading individual people. Mm-hmm. You know, they're covering spigot songs they didn't rehearse. It's great. I love it. No, I, that is, this is the good stuff. People, you want to know the good stuff, check out, look up Shrimper Records. Just chase, look at it and poke around, listen to Refrigerator, listen to the, just check it out. Just check it out. Though that's very cool. I would love to see that stuff, Matthew. For sure. Yeah. Scan's going up. I'll, I'll make sure to send you any good stuff I find. All right. I love it. Fanzines. Don't sleep on them. That's why I love fanzines. I love, you know, love, I'm not going to name drop our friend Liz, who was in the studio like a month and a half, two months ago. She does a fanzine. It's very cool. It's cool to see just people doing fanzines and doing like, like appreciating the tactile quality of a fanzine. There's just something special about it. And I love when people make things that they don't just dump online and then they just get lost online make your things tactile make them real make them in small runs whatever it is just do that it's it's the best way to go yes it's called backup it's called backup our friend liz kirschbaumer it's great it's uh i can't open it up because it's got dirty things in it but trust me (laughs) thank you for that uh assistant matthew i want to hear more about these fans if you check in when you get more when you get deeper into it please do okay i will of course thank you i will talk to you soon you bet tom bye bye Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new Office Hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here, too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. Who are the animals? Because I don't smell them. Now, you know how it goes with guests on the best show. We've been on a pretty bad streak. And I don't mean this is no offense to the guests we have gotten. But if I'm being completely 
objective. One has been worse than the next. We are in the toilet. Uh, we are in free fall. But tonight, the plane is going up. The trajectory is being changed. Why? Because tonight we have an actual funny person in the studio. A lot of these people come in and they say they're funny and they do card tricks and <laughs> roll coins between their fingers or do the knife thing. <laughs> you know, what do they call that knife thing? I wish I knew. It's See, this, this guy's real, too. That's the other thing. <laughs> he didn't make up a thing. He didn't know. He didn't say it. Now, this guy, people have a hard time pronouncing his name, but I can do it. Gio Quazala. You nailed it. Right? <laughs> yeah. Gio. Gio, yeah. You know, most people, see they see Joe. They the J-O-E. They think okay. they know it. It's Joe Quazala. Yes. Hello. Okay. <laughs> That, I got tripped up on the first name. Sure. I've had that happen before. People mm -hmm. get so scared about the last name. Once somebody brought me on stage as Anthony Guazermo, which really threw me for a loop. Where'd they get Anthony from? I, I, think, th I think it was uh, a moment of panic, and, and they just lost everything in the brain and, and just pulled what they said. This guy looks Italian-ish, yeah. and yeah. I'm just going to go full stereotype. Anthony Guizermo. Guizermo. Yeah. Was it John Travolta who's bringing you up? <laughs> it was 70s John Travolta. Remember when he did that Adele Dezine? I mean, who, one who, of the all-time great Who could moments. forget? Uh, the wickedly talented. Adele Dezine. Like he, like, unbelievable. That was, that's, those are the moments that he just like, they keep you going. Yeah. Sometimes. I'm glad to be on earth. Yeah. Like. Has anything kept the lights on as long as Kelsey Grammer falling oh off that goodness. stage? Nothing. It, it it's just, the perfect. It's almost. It it almost feels like high status guy getting a pie in the face mm -hmm. in a movie from the early twentieth century. Yeah. It's just the most high status, or at least person yeah. who thinks he's high yes. status, just get just falling basically into a manhole because he literally decided to be. In full blowhard mode, <laughs> this this the seconds before it happened, I was of course I wanted to be a UN ambassador, and I <laughs> like he was. It's a small world. I wanted to be a UN ambassador. Oh, good lord! Oh, oh, oh! But oh, I'm okay. Sorry, everyone. But he was just like, it wasn't even like he's like, hey, everybody, thanks for coming out. Oh, he fell, and like, and you're like. Oh, that was that sucked for him. He was like he was starting to pontificate. He was starting yeah. to. You could almost say he earned it. <laughs> it feels like the most literal like, taken down a yeah, peg that the universe pushed him. It's what we needed, and it does. It does fill you up. Yeah, and here it is. Of course, we're looking at Kelsey Grammer walk there, <laughs> and the way it's framed <laughs> is beautiful. I will say this: we got AI. We got all technology. Let's clean it up. Let's clean this up. Let's get this. Let's get a. Let's get a high res four K. Absolutely, version of that. Why is nobody like just like like 
high def. It should be the priority. Yeah. Doing all this bullshit with AI. Yeah. That's what should have been in the writer's guild should have been fighting for this. (laughs) At SAG, you got got one more shot. Anybody at SAG? Fran Drescher? Fran? Don't Don't forget about us. Put this on the list. Just put it on the list like in real small and clean up the Kelsey grammar thing. Oh, let's get a nice crisp, a nice crisp grammar fall. <laughs> a nice crisp grammar fall. And then Zaslav's like, what does this mean? Don't worry about that, David. Yeah. Don't, don't worry about that. Yeah. It's small. That means yeah. it's not as important. Yeah. We're not budging on that. <laughs> <laughs> they have the deal all worked out. Yeah. Except for that. Iger's putting on his little glasses yeah. to see the fine print. No way. I don't know about this. Yeah. No, we're not budging on the Kelsey grammar thing stays blurry. Kelsey's a friend. <laughs> Kelsey's a friend. Joe Kozawa, one time when I first entered show business, mm-hmm. me and my friend, I believe I was there with John Worcester, and we were doing a meeting, and we were in this meeting. We didn't even know what these meetings oh, Please don't put pictures like that up on the screen. I can't handle that. <laughs> Good um, Lord. Oh, good Lord. Exactly. Yeah, that makes me Lord. feel yes. like Kelsey falling off a cliff. We were in a meeting. Somebody mentioned, talk about this, that. And then I made a joke about Kevin Costner. Like, And this executive said, I'm good friends with Kevin Costner. It's just like. You can't do that. Even he's if. A, he's a concept. <laughs> it's like. You know, oh, sorry, Kevin, Co- your great friend, Kevin Costner. He's in the public domain. I'm actually, exactly. For, for jokes. I'm actually friends with Kevin, Co- I'm actually good friends with Kevin Costner. So you should know what I'm talking about. Yeah, exactly. It's like. That should make you more on my you, side. Yeah, you know he sucks. <laughs> You're friends with him. Look, of course, he's a famous guy. You want to be pals with your famous guy friend. You know he sucks also. Let's and we're behind closed doors. Yeah, it's not like we're broadcasting this. Come on, man, give exactly. me something. It's not like I'm pitching it something to get Kevin Costa removed from a thing. <laughs> I know we got to really the change I'm suggesting is we got to fire Costner from this. Hey, I'm good friends with Kevin Costa. Okay, I'd buy that Fair. one. Fair, I'd buy that one. A show about putting Kevin Costner on a rocket, shooting him into the sun. <laughs> yes, stand okay. up for your friend in that mm-hmm. moment. Yes, exactly. I say I will not allow you to shove him inside the rocket <laughs> and terminate his life. Yes. And that's fine. He's your friend. But yeah, but no, he's theoretical on that thing. I did not. And that executive also out of the industry. Everyone loses. Don't cross my path. I might even put Kevin Costner on this wads list. Just Uh-oh. as retroactively let this person know who's probably working at some sort of NFT Probably like a CEO of an NFT company. No now. doubt. You don't own any of these NFTs. No. I bought a Pepe the Frog one. It's pretty cool. <laughs> He's a cool guy. He's a cool customer. He's what's he doing? Well, I can't say. <laughs> yeah, that's not it's, appropriate. It's not fit for air. <laughs> what he's doing on it? But I'm gonna sell it. Hold on to it. Everybody, I'll be over on Rumble tonight. <laughs> to the moon. <laughs> Selling. I'll be on Truth Social. 
I will be selling my, <laughs> my I'll do an auction for Perfect. my Pepe the Frog uh, <laughs> signature <laughs> NFT. Yeah. Now, those things are always great when people are like, uh, no, this is a new thing and it's going to be huge. And you're just like, no, it's not. Like, I can see this is not sustainable from a mile away. It's a drawing. <laughs> <laughs> have, have you seen the Richard Karn tweet? Richard Karn from Home no. Improvement, uh, uh-huh. Al from Home Improvement. Yeah. Uh, this was maybe a year or two ago. He just tweeted. He tweeted with a picture of himself smiling, uh-huh. like almost like a publicity photo from Home Improvement. And uh-huh. he just said, you know, they've told me about the NFTs and I've decided not for me. I love it. And then a big picture of Richard Karn smiling. <laughs> Look at that. Jimmy Fallon. The ape. The bored ape. Hey, and he's holding a picture, too. <laughs> hey. That's, that's... <laughs> Hi, <laughs> man. He looks really unhappy. Yeah, that is a that's a man who's on on the brink. He just looks like he's playing out the string. You know what I mean? Just waiting. Who did he <laughs> Who did he scream at backstage about that bored ape? This is a. Uh, a f- basically a frame away from Oppenheimer with the hand on the on the forehead. What have yeah. I done? Yeah. What have I done with my bored ape? <laughs> and he also got it for free. That's the other thing. He yeah. didn't buy that. No, absolutely not. No, this was all all part of some scheme. I believe Paris Hilton sitting next to him. She's complicit. Yeah. And I'm going to say this to the audience also. I'm willing to be complicit in things like this. <laughs> Why is nobody approaching me, Apenheimer? Thank you very much very in good. the chat. That was very good. Why is nobody offering me things that are obviously fraudulent? You'll take them if they're free, right? Oh my god! Go on, a, go on the ride. No sweat off your back. These are some of the things, JoeQuazala.com. Yes, yeah, that'll work. <laughs> that I would endorse. Ozempic. <laughs> Fire it up. Off market Ozempic, like homemade, like, like, <laughs> homebrew. Like, ho- Ozempic made in international waters mm-hmm. and in like a glad bag. <laughs> to pay with Cash App and get yeah. your Crodempic. I will do that. Any sort of gambling thing, financial investments, reverse mortgage. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I will do. Literally all of it. Draft King. Draft King. Draft King. Tom Sharpling. <laughs> Draft King. Hey, everybody. Just want to tell you. Simple thing. It's just it's the over-under for the game this weekend. I got Kevin Durant's going to score 32 points. You, you're natural. You're clearly a natural. I the under on that. I got hooked on these. Some. These YouTube, like, summary videos that these people do where they're just like. Hey, I want to tell you the story of the downfall of Macaulay Culkin. And it's like, it's some guy doing this thing. He doesn't know anything about Macaulay Culkin. They didn't just find on like Wikipedia. Yeah. But he strings a video together and then he halfway through it, he starts talking about just like, oh, and by the way, here's uh, our sponsor today is this sports betting thing. And I bet, uh, <laughs> You know, uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes, I took the over on Patrick Mahomes this weekend for week five of the, I was like, man, these people, no shame. Mm-mm. 
No shame. I love the YouTube documentary, though. That is a very fascinating oh, sub-genre. Right? Of... Are there any you like are drawn any of these makers you're drawn to the thing is sometimes they there's a something oddly compelling about them it's mm-hmm. hard hard to look away yeah you know there's there's a guy named summoning salt who does okay. the history of world records of video games video games i've never heard of uh-huh. i've never played and i will mm-hmm. sit there and I'll, I'll watch it for a good 30 40 minutes yeah it's hypnotic it really is yeah. and you know uh i i was so m- uh, obsessed with this man, I made mm-hmm. my own video kind of parodying him with okay. a fake video game, and uh-huh. he blocked me. <laughs> he had, he wanted none of that. No, sir. Yeah, look. Summoning salt can't uh, take a joke. Can't summon some laughs. He can tell you about the all-time high score on Joust. <laughs> he sure can. he cannot laugh at himself. I, apparently, and you know, I I would like to think if he saw it, he would see that I am a fan. Mm-hmm. I am someone yeah. who has clearly watched these videos, and I have taken the the tropes and mm-hmm. exaggerated them for comedic effect, and that he could see like, oh, this is someone who who's familiar with my work. Yeah, this can't be someone who is making fun of me. This has to be someone who has watched mm-hmm. hours of my content. Yeah, I am a fan of. There's this one guy who does these videos where he sums up comedy stories and he'll just be like this is a story of logan paul getting in a a fight with andrew schultz mm. oh baby <laughs> or whatever i don't know whoever wins we whoever lose combo. exactly the yeah. only way we win is if <laughs> they both take each other out exactly but he puts like this picture of george costanza up as like his default screen thing and then he just he's like so anywhere just uh I'm gonna tell you a story about uh, how Andrew Schultz and uh, Logan Paul. He's like, and he just hypothesizes about like, and just makes these leaps. It's like, sorry, I bet you they're, they're. It seems like they're friends off air though, and that they'd have a good time hanging out. It's like you don't know anything. Like, just filling up time. Yeah, just burn that clock, and then he brings his sponsors into the thing. Perfect. Oh my god. Yeah, it's like I need to start. I need this is this is going to be my future now, and like making these videos. Yep, it's yeah. You, your your face going, just me going. Yeah, I'll okay. Get ready for this <laughs> right now. Thank you, Joe. We're gonna do. Th- I'm gonna give you all the looks right now for a full season <laughs> season of these things. <laughs> So, yeah, that's enough for for at least eight videos. Plenty. Yeah. Now, Joe Quisali, you're not here to talk about these videos. You're here. You, first of all, you got a record out. I do. I have an album of uh, funny songs and sketches, and I decided to call it just that, funny songs and sketches. Funny songs and sketches. And I'm going to say this. You can't sue this guy for false advertising. Absolutely this is not. a funny album. You get what you see. It's a funny album. And Thank you, you look look at the celebrity list on this thing. Look at this. Patton Oswalt, Andy Richter, David Cross, Nick Kroll, James Austin Johnson, Sarah Sherman, aka Sarah Squirm. Squirm, as you might know her from this this version. Yes. Carl Tart. Very funny. Brett Davis. Give it up. Give it up in the chat. We all love Brett Davis. Yeah, this is a great list. River Butcher, unbelievable. Wow. 
how'd you get all these people and where am I? <laughs> Apparently you didn't know me, even though I did your podcast. Yes, but maybe not quite enough for me to ask I a favor. I could have done a thing. <laughs> I could have done a thing, Joe. Good to know for the next one. No, nah, it's too late. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, I no. blew it. I blew no, it. really. You've been doing these things. This is what I, I give you uh, so much credit for. You go for it. You go all out. You do these insane video, like these sketch things. Tell people about the what you drop on the world sketch-wise. Right. So my tactic... Really, my stunt to get people to pay attention to my releases because, mm-hmm. you know, it's hard these days online yeah. to get anybody to care. Mm-hmm. I will release a bunch of sketches all at once, all at once, one day. Usually I do it throughout the day, kind of release it kind of staggered. So that's an event. It's a day. Mm-hmm. Here's my sketch day. Throughout, you're going to get a new sketch every two minutes. You know, the first time I did it was 31. And these are videos. This this is when I started. I was just doing video. And, uh, you know, I did it again. It was 21. And then this time I thought about it and I thought, well, you release a bunch of stuff at once. That's an album. Mm -hmm. And I and I wanted to uh, explore the audio space as well. Easier production Mm -hmm. wise. Sure. You know, all those people, that list of names. Mm -hmm. I could just if I had a portable recorder, I could go to them, get a few lines and I'm done. Yeah. Versus a video where, you know, you ask someone very politely to come and hang out for hours. You may not get that list of names when they go. Where are you? And you're like, (laughs) North Hollywood. And then they're like, Okay, I can't believe I agreed yeah. to this kid's video. Yeah. Um it's in, so you literally dropped and these are fully produced. This mm-hmm. is not this is he's not it's not he's not just holding a can uh, iPhone up to his face. These are produced, written, edited, performed pro legit sketches. That's the idea. It would be like if somebody said Hey, do you like, um, I think you should leave, for example. Mm-hmm. Imagine if Tim Robinson did, I think you should leave himself. <laughs> right. Where he's yeah. just like, he's like, hey, guess what? Season four, I'm making it. DIY. And it's just going to come out when it comes out on one day. <laughs> Get ready. It's wildly impressive. The Thank sketches you. are very funny. Thank you. And- I'm glad you took it to the audio side. Could we shut the air off in here a little bit? I feel like uh, I should be on a hook like Goodfellas <laughs> and and Layla, yeah, Layla should be playing. The coda to Layla playing. Yes. A shout out to my guy, uh, Eric Clapton. Shout out to my guy, Jim Gordon. <laughs> if people know. Mm. I believe he's the one who composed that that little coda. Did and, he do uh, that? Yeah. He also is the one who composed uh, murder on his mother. Look, it's a hard world. <laughs> it's hard, hard to be an artist. To be fair, you don't know his mother. <laughs> Some say. Bit of a nag. She might have been kind of annoying. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, it's very impressive what you're doing with these sketches. Thank and you. It's nice to see you move into the to the recorded thing because it is it is fun to build the thing and and people fill in the blanks and to play with the rhythms and that without without it being visual. Absolutely. And it was nice in the editing process if I thought 
hey, I didn't do a good job. Mm-hmm. Let's re-record it. It's that easy. Yeah. Video, it's like, hey, I didn't do a good job. Let's figure it out. I know. It's now it's, around me. it's kind of like, can we make it weird and <laughs> have the editing be a little silly? Yeah. yeah. A little alt? Yeah. Let's make this look like a 8-bit video game. It'll get us out of here. <laughs> Nobody will notice that we did it wrong. Yep. No, it was yeah. intentionally. Uh, you don't see me and it's a choice. Yeah. Exactly. It's a choice. Yeah. No, it's very, it's really impressive. Now, I was on your podcast. Yes. Which probably, was called. Who Cares About the Rock Hall? That's probably right. two years ago. Yeah. I guess. Mm-hmm. And I talked about, what did I talk about? We went through the worst names in yeah. the, on the list of the inductees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In honor of the Foo Fighters being inducted yes, that year. Which is a pretty bad name. Not great. No. Um, makes me think when they're called the Foo Fighters, that band, like if they're fighting Foo, mm-hmm. Foo must be like a good band. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they, they clip that. <laughs> they are fighting uh, variety in <laughs> yes in choice of sound and style. Yeah, that uh, they're just like we will fight. We will fight them on the shores. We will fight them like we will never stop fighting until there is no more foo, a.k.a. quality music. Well, you know, Dave Grohl is a friend. He's a good friend of mine. Oh, see, so. I did it again. Um, I did it again. Put my foot, open mouth, insert foot. Foot. Oh, oh, insert foot. Insert foot. Yeah. Now, those shows... Those are like, there we go. Look at that. That is the best thing I've ever seen. Oh, my God. There it is. Thank you. This is, we are off to the right. We're only missing the video now. Yeah. I mean, it's, we're so close to viral fame. I love that Macaulay Culkin one I watched the other day. It's just like, this guy literally knew nothing special about Macaulay Culkin. And he was getting things so wrong. He was just like. He's like, he had like no feel for reality on it because he's just like, he made the movie Home Alone, which made $780 million at the box office. Then later, uh, he made the movie Party Monster, which only made $4 million. Like, it's like, these are not equivalent. There's a bunch of steps in between here. (laughs) But it's also like... Party Monster was not supposed to... That's supposed to break the box office (laughs) records like Home Alone. Yeah. Yeah, party. Yeah, look, there we go. That's that's it. And we're going to start doing these outrage videos and go nuts with all this. This is the new <laughs> phase. Eventually, the best show will stop being in this iteration. It will just be a series of YouTube videos that will strangely get 800,000 views on the first day they come out. I'm giving, I was giving the camera another one. There you go. See, thank you. Just, you know, so we can really. Yeah, we can really run with it. Yeah. So. Yeah. What's a what's a 2023, 24 hold for a. A G.O. Joe. Right. <laughs> you'll, you'll get it. You'll get Kuzala. it. You got the album. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. Yeah, so the album Are is out. out there. You're performing now. You yeah. spanking the boards again. I'm, I'm, I'm spanking it raw. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, I think, uh, you know, I'd like to be doing more stand-up, and I will hopefully okay. we'll, we'll keep doing that. And, you know, yeah. we make all these videos, mm-hmm. you know, and they each time they total about an hour and a half or so, yes. all told, given mm-hmm. the, the, you know, volume of content. Mm-hmm. And we started to think maybe we could make a movie. Okay. If we think, oh, you put all these things together, we, we put in, what we put in, what we got out was mm-hmm. the, the running time of a movie okay so um we're, we're mulling some ideas but we think we know how to do it uh in a in a way that wouldn't make us go bankrupt but would would be still pretty good okay yeah might i recommend a movie called movie 43 i think you should check out it <laughs> It allows. It's a star-studded movie. Mm-hmm. A lot of A-list talent behind it. We're so, talking Hugh yeah. Jackman, Hugh Jackman, James Gunn, Halle Berry is mm-hmm. in it. Yeah, and behind, yeah, behind the camera, this just mm-hmm. honestly, I feel bad because behind the camera, you see names, and you're like, oh, Odenkirk. Yeah. yeah. Mm. All right. Mm. Even. Uh, even the greats strike out every <laughs> once in a while. Even Babe even, Ruth strike even out. the greats get uh, hoodwinked by some yeah. promise. Yeah, uh, he, some weird. Yeah, some weird. That seems like it was like a money laundering thing. Mm-hmm. Do you know about Extreme Movie? Uh, I don't. Extreme Movie is a very similar concept and similarly bizarrely uh, credible names behind it. It's And it's like... Uh, the idea is it's like a sketch movie, but each sketch is about sex. It's like a... Oh, so it's raunchy. It's raunchy. And you look at who... You got Phil Lord and Chris Miller having mm-hmm. written something. You got the Lonely Island guys having written something. And you might think, mm. mm-hmm. And yet, it's... Uh, I, the, the, I haven't seen it, but the way my friend described it was every sketch is there's a nerd, he meets a woman, and he gets scared because she's got a kink. And she takes her clothes off. I'm sure. Look at that shot there. There's Kyle Gass representing. It's great. And that's a was that? I think that's a stand-in for Justin Bieber. That guy. <laughs> I, almost certainly. It is like uh, wearing Justin Bieber's dad's yeah. shirt. Yeah. I mean, what a yeah. This is this is why we do it. Somebody said, "Is that Dave Dobrik?" I think it might be David Dobrik, the great pizzeria uh, owner best pizza in los angeles <laughs> not secret pizza dough Do bricks. bricks yeah it's really cool first of all it's in the coolest neighborhood absolutely on the strip baby it's on the strip and you could pay 20 dollars to park <laughs> to go get <laughs> pizza from that made by a youtube influencer finally yeah, finally, our, our yeah, prayers have been answered. Finally, the food equivalent. <laughs> finally, YouTube influencers in food form. It's what we've all well, been we've waiting been for. Waiting for it. We've always wanted to eat YouTube <laughs> influencers, and now we can. <laughs> Dobricks is made out of people. <laughs> uh, do you that? Thinking of David Dobrik, you mm-hmm. familiar with uh, Shane Dawson, oh, and yeah. and or the the docu series the chair not the i the chair what is the chair again so there's been oh the, i never watched the chair i never i know what it is i never watched a, it though. yeah it it came out of project greenlight yes which i've i've been, had renewed interest mm-hmm. in because of the new season i don't know if you watched that I didn't i heard it was 
brutal. I mean, as Project Greenlight always is. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah. I eat it up. My favorite movies have come out of this, though. Battle of Shaker Heights. We're talking Stolen Summer. Stolen Summer. Feast. <laughs> and of course, the the best one is the Leisure Class. The Leisure Class, directed by Jason, Jason Mann, Mann. <laughs> shot on film, shot on film, and you boy, you can tell made a huge difference. Absolutely, and it had the guy from the Mindy Project on it. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, Ed Weeks. <laughs> I watched these very much this series very you, recently, so is, I've got you are. I've got. The, I mean, he's reunited with his old comedy partner Tommy Bell, who of course mm-hmm. is in the Leisure Class short. Yeah, and so it was a reunion that got us all excited and running to HBO yeah. Max. Yes. It made a big difference when we watched the Leisure Class on on television that it was shot on film. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. You know, like, you, you, what you, run? What theatrical run did he think that movie was going to get? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, yeah, the whole premise is you will get to have an H, uh, made for HBO movie. Yeah, that is that is the prize. And they're all bad. You know, they're all bad, right? And <laughs> none of these has ever worked even will, a little bit. It will never work. Yeah. But this time, Jason. Yeah. Ed Weeks is on board. We've, we've got Ed Weeks. He's reuniting yeah. with Tommy Bell. Mm-hmm. Tommy and the Weeks, of course, was the, mm-hmm. their, their titular show. Sure, uh, yeah. You know, who, who can go anywhere without uh, Tommy and the Weeks? Remembering Everybody Tommy and the loves Weeks. It. Yeah, so, you, so the chair. So after we were done watching Project Greenlight, which I recommend everybody do, you can find the old seasons uploaded by some uh, beautiful soul on YouTube. That's what mm-hmm. YouTube should be for. Take, yes. a, take a note, uh, mm-hmm. David Dobrik. Um there's a show called The Chair, which one of the producers of the original seasons of Project Greenlight, he had this concept, which was you give the same screenplay to two different directors. Yes, I remember this. I and didn't see it, though. It's a, it's a real microcosm of how Hollywood works, because the one director is just a friend of the producers. So you've got your nepotism. Yeah. And then on the other hand, they pick a wildly popular YouTuber who is racist Wait, and homophobic. I did see this. Shane I Dawson. Did, I did watch The Chair. Man. Yeah. It is. It's all, because Zachary Quinto is yes, in it. And Zachary Quinto. He eventually and, is like, I can't do this anymore, right? He, he kinda, gives a speech on the level of Jim Downey in Billy Madison, <laughs> where uh, he has seen Not Cool, which is Shane Dawson's mm-hmm. film, and he, in in his plea to have his name taken off it, he yeah. says, you know, this is the most sexist, racist, homophobic excuse for a film that I've ever seen in my life. I think if people watch it, uh, it will be, <laughs> like, he really goes off in a way that is very satisfying. Yeah. Um, it is. It is like no. I did see. I loved the chair. It's. Now, I, for, I forgot all about the Shane Dawson, his dumb movie oh that he boy. made of the same script. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Uh. It, that's my. If I can recommend anything, it's just mm-hmm. underseen. The yeah. chair. Uh. Really fascinating. Yeah. For a lot of reasons, and mm-hmm. you know the other filmmaker, she has her hangups, and mm-hmm. there's. But you know, watching a monster like Shane Dawson is. Yeah something else the next time i want to see the chair and shane dawson 
in the same sentence. <laughs> Is it, that a penitentiary? He's, he's, yes. It's on a new it's on the news and the word gets will be between Shane Dawson and the chair. Yeah. There will be electricity. Yeah. It, that will be an electric moment. <laughs> no doubt in many yeah. ways. Yeah. Now, Joe We've been doing this wads list for yes, a while, yes. for a few weeks now. Mm-hmm. We're in the home stretch. Can you bring the list We'd up, love please? To see the list because I know you got a lot. Yeah, on we here got already. a lot. It's a hundred names mm-hmm. we're looking for. So we are covering the gamut. This is. Can you show the top twenty-five, please? First, I'll go down the top twenty-five for everybody. Number one, Greg Ginn. Number two, the dog on the airplane that bit me. Number three, Chuck Woolery. <laughs> Ted Nugent, number four, Skip Bayless, five, Vince McMahon, six, Bill Maher, seven, Aaron Rodgers, seven, uh, eight, Morrissey, nine, Mike Love, ten, the frog, frog from Nashville, which is a little weird one, but we're allowing it. Twelve is John Stockton, thirteen, Carl Malone, Jim Brewers at fourteen, Joe Rogan's at fifteen, Russell Brand holding it down at sixteen, Stotts, which is an uh, another kind of. Minor reference one we're letting through <laughs> at 17, James Corden at 18, James Dolan at 19, and Roseanne Bond. Roseanne Bond at number 20. Then we've got Mel Gibson, Brett Favre, Draymond Green, David Zaslav, Dana White, Anthony Kiedis, Chevy Chase, John Arbuckle from Garfield, from Garfield, and Sebastian Bach. That's the top 29. Interesting. Okay. Now I have to ask because he came up, do we have Kelsey on here anywhere? I don't know that we do. Let's put Kelsey Grammer on this. 86, Kelsey Grammer. And you can also see 85. That's my petty streak coming out. <laughs> Literally a caller. <laughs> yeah. Makes a, a caller who did me wrong made the list. Um, And then also, I feel like we got to put Shane Dawson on the list. Shane Dawson's a good one. Let's put him right next to Tony Hinchcliffe at 59. Very good. I like that Troy Duffy's up there. I, Troy Duffy, over, yeah. Overnight, really one of the more fascinating uh, looks at a, a maniac. Yes. Um, yeah. Anybody else coming to mind? You know, when when you introduced this list, I, the first thought I had was Mike Love, so I'm glad. Yeah, Mike Love makes the Do list. we have Gene? We got Gene, Gene Simmons, Simmons is, is up there. there. Yes, okay, the, there. the list is down, so I can. Yeah, um, Gene Simmons is on the good, list. Good, good, good. Um, how about Ted Cruz? We have a slot for all politicians. Politicians, that because that was the whole list would be politicians. It opens up the door. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Good. Good to know. Let's see. Oh, I like somebody saying this isn't. This is a. Yeah, I'm going to allow this one. The "Can you hear me now?" guy makes the list because. <laughs> He's disloyal. He, that's right. He, he jumped he from jumped one. Ship. He made, I'm going to say, seven figures doing those commercials for easy. whatever easy, like yeah. for whatever company he was with. Then the campaign ran out after years. And then what did he do? Did he say thank you? No, he said, who else will hire me? The competition? Yeah, I'll do it for them now, too. Sick. Number Disgusting. 57, can you hear me now, guy? Right above Tony Hinchcliffe and underneath Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> and yes, Eric Clapton is on the list. I'm not putting Dave from Storage Wars on the list, although I'm tempted to. Probably put... Uh... Ooh, uh, do you have Jan Wenner up there? That's uh, Do we? Do we have Jan Wenner on the list? 
We do not. We do not. Jan Wenner is on the list. Now let's put him at. Let's see if I can see the list again. We will put him at number 66. The year Rolling Stone started, 1966. Jan Wenner makes the list. Symmetry. Let's see. John Wilkes Booth is not making the list. Um, let's see. Let's see. David O. Russell. I, I just like Dr. Drew. Mm, yeah. I do not like Dr. Drew. He's a bit of a wand. He's like a fraud. Absolutely. Allegedly. He's allegedly a doctor. That's right. You know how he does that thing with like, like I don't want to go see this guy. It's like uh, not a good, not a great track record with Doctor Drew. Pinsky. Pinsky. Okay. Yes, Doctor. Just making Drew sure Pinsky. I understood yes. which Doctor Drew. Doctor Drew. About. Why is there a different one? I'm sure. Sure. Well, no, there's there are Doctor Drews out there have done nothing wrong. There must be a Doctor Drew who's just like, what do I do? <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing this for forty years. I have a I'm reputation. Yeah, you know, there's yeah, there was there was somebody on uh, I think someone who had at Jeffrey Epstein uh, mm-hmm. on Twitter. He he uh, has had yeah his share of those moments. I'm sure. Yes. Let's do back to back, Doctor Drew and Doctor Oz. Mm, that's like a that. good. That's a good pairing. Um, let's see who. Deet, 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 deet. Bob Zamuda is too sad. I'm not putting him on. Yeah. John Taffer. Let's put on the list who from telemarketers should make this list. Senator Blumenthal. Yeah, that's his name, right? Yeah, he was. He really. Uh, he was a jerk. Yeah. Oh, my guy Pat. He blew him off. Awful. No, I'm going to have my staff take a look at all of this. Uh, all of the, today. And then he just runs. What's he hiding? Yeah. What are you hiding, Blumenthal? That's the next video. <laughs> what are you hiding, Blumenthal? All right, everybody. Today we're going to talk about what Senator Blumenthal's hiding. And thank you. You do those. Those are going to be perfect. Yeah, I'll, I'll get a bunch of these. We're going to the hi- find out what he's hiding. He appeared in a documentary, Telemarketers, and he had a thing like. And it's just, uh, but I think he's probably a good guy. He hangs out with uh, Joe Rogan and yeah. Blumenthal, put him on the list, please. He he gets a, he gets the usurp the politician rule in this case. I'm going to say, because he's, a, he's an entertainer in that regard. Yeah, he's on he, screen. He exactly. He appeared on screen. Now, Joe. Mm-hmm. Things are fun, right? You know, but then they have to come to an end. You know Absolutely. how that works. I do. I do get. How but I just works. want to say this. First of all, you're a winner of a guest. You come back anytime you want. Thank you, Tom. This album, funny songs and sketches and songs, songs, funny sketches. songs and sketches, funny songs and sketches. It's on streaming. But where else? Is it going to be anywhere else? You know, it's uh, if you go to my socials, you can find all the links. Okay. You know? So if you go to at Joe Qua on Instagram and TikTok, mm-hmm. at Joe K, at Joe K, Joe K on Twitter, 
you can find I've got a link that's got all of it. Your preferred mm-hmm. method of listening. Obviously, if you want to buy it for five bucks on the labels website, yeah. 800 pound gorilla, that is probably the preferred way. Yes. You know, it's very direct. But also, it is on iTunes. It's on Amazon Music, Apple Music. It's on but Spotify. It's on Deezer. It's, it's on Deezer, everybody. <laughs> for the love of God, it's on Deezer. And this is how things, um, there we go. Blumenthal did what? Thank you. <laughs> Not crazy about that. If that's actually what I look like. I'm sorry. I'd like to apologize to everyone. Um, support the arts. Go to pay five bucks for it. And that would be lovely. And we have our first music video out on my YouTube. And mm-hmm. so go go check that out there. And that would be, uh, I would appreciate that. Give it a like. Give it a comment. Help that algorithm, that tricky, tricky algorithm. Yes, that tricky algorithm. And there's one way to do it. You step up. You throw some money. You watch it. Smash that like button. Smash it. That's what I'm going to be saying a lot in my videos. Yes, of course. It, right it, in the middle. Right. While you're yeah. talking about DraftKings, yeah, uh, likes, uh, get your likes and and uh, comments and smash that uh, and subscribe, likes, smash that subscribe button. Thank you, like yeah. and subscribe. Comment yeah. if you like what you see. Comment below. Tell yeah. me what other Hollywood celebrities you would like me to <laughs> describe their residence falls. Thank you so much. Thank you to DraftKings. Thank you, Snaps.com. Well, thank my sponsors, uh, Smith and Wesson, <laughs> and Black, Halliburton. Thank Halliburton, you to Lockheed Black, and Martin. Black Rifle Coffee, and uh, I love the idea. There's a coffee coming. Like we're not woke. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. We're not like these other woke. How is coffee? How? <laughs> yeah. If I if any coffee company told me that they're they're not woke, it means their coffee's probably not very strong, and it's it's not because I like coffee. It makes me woke because uh, it has caffeine in it. Got him. Nailed him. Thank you, Joe. <laughs> Joe, thank you so much for thank coming you, in. Thank and you, It's Tom. really great to have you on the show. I appreciate it. And uh, thank you so much. Of course. Get out. You just got to get out now. Seriously, get out. Thank you. But it's time to go. Everybody. Let's go see what's going on with the phones. In a matter of moments, we're going to hear a killer set from Sweeping Promises. So awesome. Let's take a call, then we will check out Sweeping Promises. Hello, Best Show. Hi, Tom. Hi, who's this? This is Colette from Durham, North Carolina. Oh, my goodness. It's Colette from Durham, from the Triangle. We were just talking about the Triangle. How are you tonight, Colette? I'm doing fine. How about yourself? I'm good. I'm good. Tell me what's up. Um, so I, uh, I, like, you know what it's like to have things get like taken by uh bigger entities than yourself that like are just shy of like what you initially did to the point where you can't really complain about it without coming across kind of crazy right yes this is some yeah i think this happened to me uh today okay tell me give me Um, the details so merriam-webster's dictionary 
the big guy in this case. Yeah. They uh, they decided that they were going to put some wrestling words in the dictionary, uh, which is okay. cool. Like whatever, I don't care. Let me see if I can. I guess um, which ones. Yeah. Kayfabe. That's the one. Ooh, look! I got it. How did I get it? You got it in one. I got it in one. Uh, how many wrestling words do you know? Baby face. There we go. Heel. That's all you need. Those three. Baby face, heel, kayfabe, work. Shoot. Shoot. A work, right? Is it a work? Is not a thing? Yeah, a work is like the work is when it's fake. A shoot is when it, when it's real. Yes. Okay. Jo- jobber. Jobber. Pat says jobber. jobber. That's a good one. Uh, stoop, stupid. <laughs> that is an adjective that one could apply to wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. Dimwits. I will. <laughs> Clods. Clods, dimwits, suckers. Um, Mark. That's a legitimate Mark, one. yeah, it's a big one. Yeah. <laughs> no, I look, I love the wrestling community. I had wrestlers on the show earlier this year. Orange Cassidy is an, one of the all-time funniest characters. Love it. He's great? Yeah. So what? tell me about this dictionary situation, Colette. So, um... You know that I uh, also, uh, I, at one point in time in my life, I was a poet. And um, You never stop being a book. poet, Colette. You never stop being a poet. <laughs> That's true. Um, you stop being a publishing poet, maybe. I stopped you might stop being a publishing poet, poet but that, that poetic fire will never be extinguished. True. That's true. Um, but like the, the book that I wrote was about wrestling. Uh, obviously we've talked about it in the past. I don't really need to plug it. It is very old. And when I reread it to make sure that I wasn't being crazy today, I was like, wow, this sounds like the work of me from nearly 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. But, um, like, can I, can I read the, uh, the dictionary definition of kayfabe real quick? Please pull it up and go. I would love it. So according to the dictionary, Merriam-Webster's dictionary, uh, I don't know which edition this is necessarily. Um, no, I just lost it. How did I do that? Um, the dictionary definition of kayfabe is um, the tacit agreement between professional wrestlers and their fans to pretend that overtly staged wrestling events, stories, characters, etc., are genuine, which is incorrect, uh, first of all. Okay. Um, botched that. Um, it is not a tacit agreement uh, between the fans and uh, wrestlers because kayfabe is basically the lie that is told. Uh, like, and it doesn't matter whether or not you believe it. So, like, you know, there's baby faces and there's heels. They hate each other, but when you catch Hacksaw Jim Duggan and the Iron Sheik doing blow outside of a McDonald's, they're breaking kayfabe because. 
those gentlemen are supposed to hate each other. Yes. But they're doing cocaine together. Like they're yeah. friends. Outside <laughs> um, of a where did you say? A McDonald's. I might have sure. the location wrong. Another wrestler Sheets. threw a boulder through the window. Sheets is more like it. <laughs> Sheets. <laughs> um, you know, like, so that's, that's like, you know, the kayfabe is that, the Iron Sheik and Hacksaw Jim Duggan hate each other because one man is from Iran and the other man is from the United States of America. Mm-hmm. And those two cannot understand each other. Um, but, you know, if you introduce cocaine into the mix, they, they can. And it's bad because, you know, the house at the Nassau Coliseum won't be as big. Yes. <laughs> now, normally... Like and whatever, they're allowed to get things wrong. They're the dictionary. No one reads that kind of book anymore. Um, but my poem has uh, I hate this poem so much too, Tom. I'm so sorry. Uh, this poem that I wrote, which is called "In Retrospect," the fan who started the first up chant feels pretty bad about the whole thing. Uh, which is about how fans uh, don't really care uh, about kayfabe they just like knowing that wrestling is fake and making fun of people uh it ends with a uh four line five line thing um because i don't want to read the whole thing but it says that essentially what kayfabe is is the handshake deal between wrestler and fan Mm -hmm. one agrees to the plausibility of hold and counter hold the other to pretend the sequence mostly harmless so um Feel, I feel a little bit stolen from, uh, and I don't know whether or not it is it is valid for me to feel that way, or if I'm just like, you know, reading too much into my own significance or whatever. But um, it feels like a couple of words got changed and the meaning got twisted just mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, Good me. But I should be getting credited in the dictionary. You should be getting credited. Well, look up "rip off" in the dictionary then. <laughs> it'll say here's ripoff being used in a sentence the makers of this dictionary decided to rip off colette from durham unfair unfair well look i'm excited that they that the dictionary is finally embracing pro wrestling it really shows that we are getting smarter as a culture that uh the next thing we could look forward to is not so many words in the dictionary, maybe some drawings and uh, maybe we have the, the dictionary, uh, the, the definitions coming out of uh, Batman's mouth. <laughs> like, so everybody, maybe we also change dictionaries for what you think. And if you disagree with that, you'll get your own dictionary where the words mean what you want them to mean. That's where we're heading. I think that's what we got now. I think it might be. Colette. Yeah, that's what we have. I got to tell you this, Colette. We got a session right now from Sweeping Promises. Get ready for this. Your head's going to explode when you hear this in a good way. It's going to be sick. Yeah. Well, look, I hope you get a free copy of the dictionary sent to you (laughs) as a makeup call. Signed by Miriam Webster. Miriam Webster will sign... (laughs) It'll say, Colette, look up the word oops. It's what I done did in this dictionary. 
I'm the kayfabe. <laughs> Sincerely, Miriam Webster. Thank you, Colette. Goodbye. Thanks, Tom. Now, everybody, we have the session to beat all sessions. Sweeping Promises came in and did a set. I'm telling you, get ready for this one. From Lawrence, Kansas, the amazing Sweeping Promises. Take it away.
Well, when we do the best show, we only let the best of the best in the door. It's just understood. The people we've turned away, you didn't want to know who got turned away. Lit. <laughs> turned away. Uh-huh. They've tried to come. Candle box. Twice they've come. We've shown them the door. Wow. Yeah. But then when sweeping promises came through, doors opened wide. Please come in. It's so exciting. We have sweeping promises. You're coming through. You're in Los Angeles. Thank you for coming and playing. It's so exciting. How are you doing? We're great. I was just thinking about um, how they how Lit didn't turn out to be their own worst enemy after all. It was you. It was me. I did turn out to <laughs> be their worst, worst enemy. Yeah. Sorry. I was just, I had to. I, had to. I was working yeah. it out in my mind. Yeah. Well, those guys had some weird energy, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, what was the vibe with that band? Kind of rockabilly, right? Yeah, like the guy had like the like a dice and flame shirt. A lot of dice. <laughs> but the music was just like... <laughs> yeah, it was just like, like everybody else's pile of trash. Yes. <laughs> like Good Charlotte. Right? Remember Good Charlotte? A lot of dice in that band. From they like dice, and there were two of them. <laughs> I refuse to diss that band on, on air. Look, it's, it's fine. We've got good a listening. Good Charlotte fan in the I house. love them. I, just <laughs> I don't know what y'all are talking about. He, he so, owes him money. Yeah. So we have Spencer, we have Lyra, yeah. and we have Caulfield. Caulfield clearly is a huge Good Charlotte fan. Yeah. What is it? Which one do you like better? Benji? Like Benji, the best of the two? I like flame shirts, bowling shirts. Sure. Black eyeliner. Diners. Uh-huh. <laughs> Diners, dice. Yeah. This right? seems less like Good Charlotte and more like um, Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. I yes. like that, too. Yeah, this is more like um, Fieri worship. Yes. And I both appreciate and is like you hitting the fieri. Oh, I had the, to. The respect fieri. accorded. Yeah, fieri. You're recording respect to a guy who poisons the world with the food. I'm getting bad looks. <laughs> but, I don't want to I can't look over that side of the table. Caulfield was not happy with me. But accuracy nourishes the world. Good Charlotte talking. Well, now we know. I'm not going to do overrated, underrated with you. <laughs> I know what I'm going to get. <laughs> so you're on tour. That's right. How's the tour going? It's 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 going great. We um, are in the we're right in the middle of. This is the second leg of three legs. So we did East Coast in August. We're wrapping up West Coast now and then we're headed off to Europe and the UK in October. Amazing. Amazing. And the record is so great. Seriously. You should Thank be you. so proud of the record. Thank you. Thank you. And you're on Sub Pop. Yes, we're on Sub Pop and Feel It. Mm -hmm. Yes. It's very fancy. Very fancy. Now, do you go up to the offices and just like scoop everything up that's not nailed down? Yes. You're on yeah. the label we now, take right? all of their Topo Chico. Well, I was thinking more like pens. But still, again, albums, maybe. Pens and Topo Chico. And Topo Chico. And Topo Look. And then Topo Chico. I love Topo Chico just fine. 
not nuts about these plastic bottles. No, oh, glass to. or oh, bust. No. Oh, Only glass. It's got to be glass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, finally, me and Caulfield mm-hmm. are on the same page now. Glass Topo Chico bottles. I knew we'd find some commonality. Yeah, we did it. So I Lawrence, think- Kansas. Who's the best band out of Lawrence, Kansas ever? Oh my gosh! Is you know it what? the embarrassment? They're not from Lawrence. <gasps> Because they're, they're from um, Wichita. Yeah. Uh, Lawrence, but Lawrence loves them. It, it was sort of a magnetic hub for them. Lawrence mm-hmm. has a storied post-punk mm-hmm. history. Yes. Isn't Get Smart from Lawrence? Get Smart. Originally, yeah. Get yeah. Smart. There was the Informants. Oh, yeah. Oh, very nice. Right? Yard Apes. Oh, wow, you really know your stuff. Fresh Sounds was the cassette label out of wow. Kansas. William Burroughs. Of course. Yeah. Shooting guns and the. Shooting guns <laughs> Shooting and Shooting apples and people, yeah. And people. Yeah. Apples and humans. Yes. Yeah, accidentally. Same he wasn't shooting guns. He was <laughs> aiming guns. Yeah, at. that's right. And then the bullet Human just popped out. Hey, any philosophical thing. Look. <laughs> Look, if the apple doesn't fall far from the head, I. Thank you. It. No, what? What? Because look, the embarrassment are one of my favorite bands. I saw them when they reunited a million years ago when they came through uh, New York. So that was like a kind of a closing of the circle for me. What is it like to be in the middle of the country making music and doing that? Do you feel like you get a chance to be a little off the grid, relatively speaking? It's more sustainable. Mm-hmm. Um, our costs were cut in half, effectively. Moving there from Boston. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. We own our own space and modest music making infrastructure. And are able to share it, mm-hmm. which we take a lot of uh, joy in opening it up to other people. Sure. Yeah. And Get we're it. able to host bands that come through also. Mm-hmm. So that's also really lovely. And are people nice when they come through? They don't steal the toilet paper. They, not that I've seen. <laughs> But then again, maybe that's just because we cheap out and use the one ply, so they don't want to use it. They're kind of just like, yeah, like this stuff. We discourage toilet use. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody knows that about the band. Yeah, Yeah. actively discouraging toilet use. (laughs) That sounds like a come to bumper sticker. That could be a right. Yeah, the actively discouraging toilet use EP remixes. (laughs) Well, because we are kind of a bathroom band, actually. Yes. Please tell me more about. When in deep COVID, we were were assigned to sub pop, but we had lost our professions and and money. And so we moved in with my parents and, uh, you know, we felt we had to write and supply an album with nothing to our names. So we went into my parents' bathroom and started recording for a year. Okay. Yeah. And that's how Pain Without a Touch happened. That's amazing. It's known as our misery sessions. Yes. (laughs) Now, do you feel like you miss... The bathroom, the tiles, and the the reverb that a, only a bathroom can provide. Just lone tubes of toothpaste that you step on. And, <laughs> yeah. You make your parents sound like they're just like cretins leaving toothpaste everywhere. <laughs> just stepping on the toothpaste. Sorry, Mark and Sue, you <laughs> we, are not cretins. Get... We are so grateful to my parents for letting <laughs> us do this because we were a literal curse within yes. their home. <laughs> I know we were a scourge. <laughs> okay, and yeah, but. But look, everybody, now the scourge has blossomed into a mighty oak. Yeah. Oaks don't blossom, but thank you. In this context, they do. Yes. Thank you, Tom. Now, you have some very esteemed fans 
Kevin Corrigan, not Corrigan, Corrigan. He yelled at me for saying Corrigan. I've known Kevin for a long time. And then finally one time he was like, it's actually uh, Corrigan. And I'm like, okay. Like we got Kevin Corrigan. He's like, it's actually Corrigan. He's not a fan anymore, dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> of me? No, he loves this. Are you kidding? That was like three the, years like ago. A, it was the last time I talked to him. It's like a caricature on the boardwalk. A caricature? Look at that. That's the wordplay that I don't Eight. want <laughs> on the show and will cut out of this. <laughs> no. uh, you're gonna have yeah. a lot to cut out after this yeah now how how are you involved with everybody spencer how is this all working because ostensibly it's a duo but now you got on the traps oh, this, this fellow's holding it down you need someone to play drums live you know sure you need someone to drive the van mm-hmm. some of the time okay need some some muscle okay need the best which not me mm-hmm. but you know we're going to get to the muscle. Sure. We were grateful enough. So when we had originally written Most of Hunger for a Way Out, we um, asked Spencer if he wanted to play some drums with us live. And he said yes. And so we were overjoyed. And we played a grand total of one show okay. before the pandemic hit. Mm-hmm. But then he was kind enough to to join us for these live jaunts for which we were eternally grateful because he is so masterful and ferocious and really takes the live mm-hmm. element to its apex. Yeah. Now, I'm not sure why you'd stop performing during the pandemic. A lot of my favorite bands, Chainsmokers, Smash Mouth, <laughs> Jackal. Clapton. They found ways, Clapton, Van Morrison. <laughs> they found ways to get out there and do it, whether they're playing in the field with everybody watching from a car or just straight up having an, a show with everybody. Just being a super COVID. spreader. Yes. Or creating super spreader events like yeah. my pals from the chain smokers. They, <laughs> they were early super spreader adopters. I think they had a thing in May of 2020. They were like, you can't hold the chain smokers back either. Like they, the music it's gotta, they gotta yeah. get it, put it somewhere. Impulsive. Right. Vaporous. Yeah. Cloudy. Yeah. A miasma. Yes. That, there you go. There, yes. Mm-hmm. Particulate. Uh-huh. Yeah. But look, well, first of all, Smash Mouth, rest in peace. The great Steve Horowell. Oh, I'm sorry. Spencer I, played with him, actually. You did? Oh, my God. Yeah. What I was did. that I, like? Sorry, I didn't. Um, well, the most memorable part of that show so, well you were in you're saying you were the original drummer for smash mouth no well saying. sure yeah you can put that you can print that print no whatever you want yes. stop the presses. print it print on a flyer hanging on a telephone pole yeah. so how did you play with steve from smash mouth an old uh, band of mine from a few years ago that uh i, I had in boston which was uh, an often shared a bill with yeah, one of their many bands. Um, we got asked to play a, a, a small kind of mini festival in the common, and it was a weekend of shows, and uh, we were sort of like picked lottery wise. And uh, I remember we opened for Vertical Horizon, mm-hmm. and then Smash Mouth. Wow, it was three of us. We we played to a total of about twenty people in the Boston Common. But we did at five thirty in the afternoon get a noise complaint. And they threatened to shut the show down. So that is 
Okay. You know, I, I'm, I'll take that. That's pretty rock Beautiful. and roll. We also shared a trailer with Smash Mouth. They had a, a, a division, and so we were joking about while they're on stage, we'd go in and take their stuff and, I don't know, put it outside. But we obviously didn't do that. Look, the hijinks. You don't want to mess with them. That would have been magnificent. Well, you would have felt so, really bad about it now. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe not. Well, no, yeah. Whether it's shoving a television out of a hotel room window and letting it crash into the swimming pool or emptying Smash Mouth's trailer <laughs> and putting their things in front of the trailer. <laughs> See, we, yeah. We, and then we figured if they got really mad, we could just be like, oh, we were just helping you load out. We were, oh, you know, figured sure. We just. We're giving you, we're, we're helping. If can if we can continue to talk about Smash Mouth, mm-hmm. I oh, I I'm do. Gonna... I, I'm curious. Do you think they're going to replace? They are already playing. He was not in the band in the final iteration, oh. from what I understood. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Is it John Stamos? Fingers crossed. Okay. They should have a contest, right? Kind of like a Willy Wonka type thing. Just a random person. Five Where children get killed. Smash Mouth albums. <laughs> The next Smash Mouth album has five golden tickets in it, and then you get to audition to, you get to show up to the to potentially be the lead singer of Smash Mouth. Five tiny bottles of bleach to frost your tips. Yes, is is guy guy Fieri? Fieri. Uh, is, Fieri. is he Willy Wonka in this scenario? Does he come out with a limp and he would play all the Oompa Loompas? Okay. <laughs> I love the idea. If you like, just eat a chicken wing and you're like, oh, I'm a Smash Mouth now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The magic chicken wing. Yeah. I've got a magic chicken wing. Yeah. And then Augustus Gloop would jump into a river full of donkey sauce, of course. Of course. Of <laughs> course. Get stuck in the pipe. <laughs> Look, I've talked about this a hundred times. I'm going to talk about it one more time. These Oompa Loompas got the most raw deal on the planet. Yeah. Needed they're a union. Ba- they're basically enslaved to prop up this chocolate factory Mm -hmm. and then this rat bastard he's retiring think he'd promote a freaking oompa loompa to take over no he's gonna make some contest winners can win yeah take over the works six kids yeah literal children rise up literal children thank you that said i've also said this before if you just played by the rules, nobody gets hurt in the chocolate factory. Very simple rules. But sometimes don't you just, lick that. You gotta. T- you have to taste the fizzy lifting drink. I mean, like there wasn't enough candy in that place for you already. But that it wasn't that. How much candy are these kids supposed to eat? You you're in a literal like wonderland of flavors. You're not just your your curiosity isn't peaked. You gotta no. lick that. You gotta drink that. Not if you want to run the chocolate factory. And they didn't even know that control, they could. Control. Maybe it's not about control. Maybe it's just about experience in the moment. Everything in that factory just says disobey, yeah. trespass. Yes. To a troublemaker, yes. Yeah. To a rule. To a good follower. Charlotte fan. Exactly. This is the attitude that you get at a yeah. at a Vans event <laughs> with all the <laughs> troublemakers. And they're scary sneakers. Yeah. You see those vans coming. Warp tour. <laughs> those MC Escher vans. I mean, my God. You, I, yeah. You I'm see, a terrifying person. Yes. I see someone coming down the street with vans. Across the street. Yep. Watch out, buddy. 
<laughs> All right. This is as good a time to end it then. You no. just scared me. No, this is seriously. This is so great that you came in. I really appreciate it. And everybody's got to check the record out and check you guys out when you're all around the world. Hopefully. Thank you. Thank you so Thank much you for having much, us. Thank you so much. Sweeping promises. Wow. Right? What did I tell you? I told you, everybody. I told you. Everybody, I told you, it was going to be great. And it was even better than promised. Right? This is DJ Coop, and you are listening to Metal Madness, where we review music that will make your head explode. Bing, bong, ding, dong. Welcome back to the best show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. What an incredible set from Sweeping Promises. If they're coming through, do not miss them. That's a truly great band. Once again, the best show does it. Listen to all these other shows. They can't do half of this stuff, and we do all of it, and we do it the best. We do more of it than any of them, and we're better. We could do one thing, and we're better than all the other shows that do the thing. Let's go and see what's up with the phones. Hello, Basho. Hey, Tom. This is Nicole in Chicago. Nicole? In Chicago, how are you, Nicole? I'm really good. That band is so good. I I really hope to see them soon. They are great. They are great. Yeah, I had never heard of them. They're they're so amazing. Yeah. Um. Do not miss them. But you got good bands in Chicago. We do. Who's your favorite band in Chicago? The band Chicago. Don't say the don't say Chicago. (laughs) All right, fine. I'll pick my second favorite band in Chicago. I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, I like I love Shellac. Who am I not thinking of? There were so many coming through, right? Yeah. I like the Ponies. They're not here, and you know they don't exist anymore. Blues Brothers, of Uh, course. (laughs) Yeah, I've managed to not see that movie. Uh, no. Wait, there's a movie? Yeah, Blues Brothers. Mm-hmm. What? Well, there's <laughs> Blues Brothers 2000. Oh, no. But there's not a movie. Wait, there's all, how many Blues Brothers movies are there, Nicole? Uh, two? I, I mean, don't I've know. Seen, I've seen BBY2K. <laughs> so there's one after that or before that? Oh, before, yeah, seventies, oh, okay. eighties. I gotta check that mm-hmm. out. That sounds fun. Yeah. I love the Blues yeah. Brothers albums, and then I found out they had a movie called Blues Brothers Two Thousand, aka BBY Two K, and I love it. 
It's just fun watching Mighty Mac do his thing. Um, <laughs> Elwood Blues and Mighty Mac together. So, what's going on, Nicole? Huh? Um, you know, it's it's getting to be fall here in Chicago, and mm-hmm. aesthetically, I love it. But uh, physically, I think my SADD kicks in really early each year. SADD, so which really stands for seasonal seasonal affective affective depression disorder. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I have, did you have that? Did you did you I, get rid of that when you moved? I don't literally. I never really had that as a thing because Nicole, I'm kind of a goth. I kind of like when it's dark and spooky and cold. That's kind of where me and the rest of my goth pals thrive. Well, the problem is I like it aesthetically, but uh, emotionally, pits. Okay, I get it. It just hits you on a different level. Yeah, I don't mind the winter. I don't mind the cold, but But emotionally. There's a physical part of it. Yeah, then that's the stuff. That's the stuff that's hard to get past when it's like in that, when it's like that. Why am I feeling like this kind of uh, energy? Why? Yeah. Especially when I'm like happy to get the sweaters, the jackets. Why am I not happy? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's part of why I became a goth. And um, (laughs) it was really just a way to find a community. And I realized that we like goth music like uh mcr mcr yeah my chemical what's romance. mcr my chemical romance come on nicole <laughs> oh, sorry. you know i thought you liked music i'm old i thought you liked music when I was I a young a boy my papa took me to the black parade right you know that yeah, song? Yeah, of course. Okay. No, it's a but good I'll song. I when I was a young boy, my papa took me to the black parade. <laughs> and I like doing all sorts of stuff because I'm from New Jersey. <laughs> I'm a New Jersey goth, y'all. How's it going now? <laughs> I like that goth music. These are some of my favorite goth artists. Toby Keith, <laughs> Alan Jackson, George Strait. Oh, yeah. That's my brand of goth. I like to put on yes, a cowboy special. hat because I'm goth. <laughs> Baby, open them doors and boom. What was that thing that that dude did on American Idol? Where he was like, Baby, lock them doors and take them out of the thing. Remember that guy? You don't. I didn't. See You're that not goth. Show, you never that. watched American Idol. It's more of a goth <laughs> thing, Nicole. You wouldn't understand. I can't. I know. Maybe lock them doors and let them know. Thank you, James Jalapeno in the chat just nailed it. Goth Brooks, another one of my favorite artists. Goth Brooks. I've got friends in goth places. Right, and I yep, love goth. Yep. I just love it. Yep, Georgia 
uh, the Florida Georgia line. That's a goth group. <laughs> it's not the goth area. That's a group. Well, it's where we like to congregate. Also, it's kind of our okay home base. Is literally the Florida Georgia line. All the goths mm-hmm. like to hang out right on the line, and we listen to again. Wow. Toby Keith. Um. Uh, Edgar Oliver. What that guy's name is? What is the guy's name? Country man, the guy, uh, the one who sang about the uh, fruit roll-ups. What are we talking about? Remember? <laughs> I'm so mad at the world. I'm actually conservative. and pretending not to be. Guy in the woods. What? Who's the guy in the woods? <laughs> the guy in the woods. For a horseman, that anyone? Denver? Who's in the woods? <laughs> Who's the guy in the woods? A little more context? I'm not exactly sure. Redheaded dude in the woods. Oliver Anthony. Jeremiah Johnson. Jeremiah Johnson. Yes, it's Jeremiah Johnson. (laughs) Another great goth. That's the goth look I like going for. The most handsome goth, yeah. He was one of our most handsome goths, Jeremiah Johnson. Have you ever Mm -hmm. seen anybody who would be stuck in the woods for that long and could look that perfect as Jeremiah Johnson. No, I mean, that was the magic about him. And it's just the magic. Why was the facial hair so even? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. He was just, he had it all. I like goth, y'all. Everybody want to get down, drink some blood, (laughs) y'all. Going to do a satanic (laughs) ritual. (laughs) Right? That's how goth works. I love all goth. My Chemical Romance, uh, Big and Rich, Cowboy <laughs> Troy. Cowboy Troy is very underrated. Do you remember Cowboy him? Troy? Cowboy Troy is very good. No, country I'm writing artist. this down. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to check Cowboy this out. Cowboy Troy, very good. Yeah. Baby, lock them doors and let them latch down low. <laughs> Listening to goth all night here, doing a hoe down goth style. Gonna ride the mechanical bull because I'm goth. Riding that mechanical bull, goth style. (laughs) What can I do for you, Nicole? What made you call the show? You just didn't want to talk about this. Of course. No, this is just bonus. Yes, please. Um, I finally had a redeeming celebrity Ooh. encounter this weekend. I'm so all after ears. like two weeks. Yeah, after two weeks of like low time, mm-hmm. um, my best friend came in from my hometown, Detroit, uh, because kind of because it, it was Nick Cave. Nick Cave played here Friday night. But it was just a piano tour. You know, the Bad Seas tours are a little more more exciting. So and it's, then I have it's no Nick idea. Cave with the with a guy from Radiohead, right? It's just like well, two. Well, I two? found out that night. Mm-hmm. I didn't know he, he was in Radiohead. This is like Tweety Little Man came out. And then okay. she told me Sorry. he was in Radiohead. Are you mad and at I him? was like, wow. The Tweety really, Little Man no, came I out? No, I wasn't. 
No, he just looked like um, a, a side character in all of these Acorn British mystery yeah. shows my mom watches. So did you tough Chicago? You tough Chicago people. Rich. You, you tough Chicago people. Would you go up there and give him a wedgie? <laughs> no, he was adorable, but he was just like he didn't look. You know, I don't know. I I don't know. I know on a good day, I know the names of two people in Radiohead. And on a bad day, I know either Tom or York. You know what I'm saying? I just don't know them Let's very see. well. Tom York, mm-hmm. Johnny Greenway, and Johnny Greenwood. Mm-hmm. Johnny Greenwood. And this apparently was his brother. Phil Selway. I didn't know they were brothers. In Phil that band. Selway is the drummer. And Phil Selway? what's Johnny okay. Greenwood's brother's name? Brad. Brad. Herb, what is it? Dolph. Well, I, I no clue. You don't see uh, a lot of Edward Dolphs around Stewart? anymore. You notice that, Nicole? Not a lot of Dolphs going around uh, anymore. No, there aren't. Well, not yeah. I don't see too many Dolphs. And if anybody says their name is Dolph, you know, what you say to them, "What's your full name?" Just say it. It's Adolf. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. That's if they're just point. like, "Hey, my name's Dolph." I mean, Short for what? You freaking Nazi. Yeah, you're right. It's never Dolphington. It's not so much fun. It's not Dolphington. You're right. It's never short for Dolphington or Dolphin or uh, Dolph yeah, on Golf. That's a bummer. Um, it's always like, it's not so much fun. Dolph Lundgren is fun. Adolf Lundgren, not so much fun. Yeah. Adolf Skunk, yeah. So you went to see Nick Cave, and he played with some dweeb. Mm-hmm. Some dweeb was up there with him, according to you. <laughs> he was lovely. I just didn't know. I just didn't know who he was. What um, What was the show was like? Great. What he was the show like? smiled at him all night. The show was really nice. He had a good set list. Um, mm-hmm. It was a nice show. We had nice seats. You know, he's just so... He's just such a magical person. He's just so eloquent and okay. elegant. And I'd never seen him do the cover of T-Rex before. It was it was lovely. Did he do? You know, I I've seen him a lot. I was dancing when I was 12. That one? Sure did. Cosmic Dancer. Yep. yep. You Cosmic know, Dancer. You know, who drummed, you know who drummed on that, don't you? Don't you? No. By the way, I'm being told his no. name is not Adolf. It's Hans. And his nickname was Dolph. So oh, weird Lundgren? nickname. Anybody, yeah. Anybody starts calling me Dolph, mm. ain't gonna be my man. Letting that, I'm not letting that one stick. That's more suspicious. Like he wanted to be called Adolph mm. because of bad reasons, but he's like, let's sneak through with just Dolph. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. I don't like okay. it either. I don't like hmm. it either. Do you know who drummed? Yeah, no. There's a version of of Cosmic Dancer on a, on the Nick on the the uh, the T Rex tribute album. Oh no! Yeah, I, who put it out there for the audience? Who drummed on it? Who drummed on it? That's right, John Worcester. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, should have guessed that. Yeah. Um. So he did Cosmic Dancer. I love his version of that. It was great. 
because uh, he doesn't get a grinder man song he doesn't get the he doesn't get the the mark robinson uh, right the i was dancing when i was 12 like he doesn't go for that no Sounds he doesn't go for that. Right? Not so much. Sounds like the Mayor Munchkin land sometimes. I love T-Rex. <laughs> I love Tyrannosaurus Rex yeah. as much. Those three records are so underrated. Those first records. Yeah, I don't know those. I should check them out. They're great. They're not on streaming services, really. Yeah, I believe that. But they're great. Ride a White Swan was the turning point for Mr. Mark Bolan. Yeah. He started to get the hybrid of the two sounds, the acoustic and the electric. You ever hear John's Children, Nicole? Maybe. It was a band from the 60s. He was Mark Bolan was in it for a little bit. One of the great 60s bands of all time, John's Children. Smashed Blocked, one of the best songs ever. But there's a Mark Boland song called that. There's something that Mark Boland sang. I think he wrote it. I'm not sure. Called Desdemona. It's like Desdemona. He's just back of Desdemona. Like, and you're just like, oh, it's Mark Boland before Mark Boland. Yeah, Love it. that's amazing. Yeah, there's a Mark Boland documentary coming out, and I oh. want someone to get me to see it. I need to see this Mark Boland documentary. This is a where everybody all hands on deck. I need to see this documentary and I want to I'll talk to the filmmaker on the show. I just need to see the documentary though. Get it out there. It's coming out. I think it's out in England now. It's not out in the US though. Yeah, somebody should get that to you. Nicole, I have an, an announcement to make before I... Well, well, tell me, was there anything else with this uh, Nick Cave show of note? Well, we went to his book signing the next day. Okay. And talked to him. Yeah. You did? And in the past, I yeah, I've had a lot of trouble um, dealing with uh, famous people I admire. Okay. Uh, I, I had... You're doing I pretty good with me tonight. <laughs> Well, <laughs> no, it's funny because I hung out with you in Chicago. At that bar? Were, were we at that bar audience. together? Yeah. I see. And I'm just I guessing. Just That's like, what you just say when anybody's in Chicago. Yeah. Just go, yeah. Oh, wait, were we no, at that bar? Yeah, yeah, the yeah, bar. Exactly. Yeah, it was it's, the bar. Everything's at the bar was, in Chicago. No, yeah, I remember. it was at the bar. Oh, I knew you were. Was it at the bar when it was the Sharpling and Worcester shows or... Were um, you there when I was the doing onion. the onion thing? So, oh, I met you after the Sharply and Worcester show, but we okay. went out after the onion thing. Onion thing. So that Sammy, was who I didn't Sammy Skolmoski, one of my favorite. There would there would yeah. be no book. There would be no. It never ends without the brilliance of Sammy. I think you were talking about the book then. I was. Yeah, um, and Sarah and Lisa Sarah Fryer, and amazing. Beth. Great people, love them all. Yeah, best, best. But yeah, yeah. I was just too. I remember I was like, that oh, night. This is now. a big deal. Yeah, and if I can't say anything amazing, I better just be quiet. It was a dump but of a bar. I that place was a up. dump. Right, this place was a dump. We should have gone to the karaoke room like you wanted to. Yeah, would have been better. But you Chicago people, you need to get your go 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 go. 
They have that at the karaoke room, but yeah, well, we, we should have gone. Um, I agree. So you went to the signing. You met Nick Cave at the sign at the book book event. Yeah, and like the the time I met Neil Young, I went up. It was like it was a run through, and all I said, all I could think to say, is I like looked into his like bugged out old man eyes, and I just said, "You made my life better." And then I was like, "No, nope." hate that what did it so you didn't say that i said that to neil young you did and, and what he, did he say okay he didn't care what was going on yeah, yeah. He, i don't even know what he said i bought that dumb book he wrote with not that it's dumb i'm just not reading oh. it like the book he wrote with someone about the environment just to meet him but yeah. neil young or nick cave i was like okay we got this my friend and i i mean she's been a fan of his forever we've been friends since teenagers and it's kind of timely. It's his book about, you know, grief for sadly, like over COVID her very, very like 23 year long relationship with her boyfriend. He had ALS over COVID and passed away. Oh my so the God. Book's that's very terrible. meaningful to her. Yeah. It was, this is yes. nothing. The yeah. stuff Nick Cave does now in terms of addressing and embracing the concept of grief is yeah transformative and truly beautiful and a testament to his depth and greatness as an artist yes yes so we went up together and it was amazing he even asked he's like are you two related it was weird even cared mm -hmm. and we were like oh no we're just great friends because i think just for decades we've been simultaneously back and forth molding mm -hmm. one another. So she's sure. just picking up that vibe. That's amazing. But she told him, you know, how helpful the book had been to her. You know, she's been a fan. She's got a cool mom. So she's been a fan of his since she was super young. And then we told him, we actually saw him in Paris in 2017. And I was like, you know, we jumped on stage at the end and I don't know you were jumping you made it look really easy and i almost mm. didn't make it and he mm. just said some didn't <laughs> some didn't yeah that's true <laughs> and then we had seen him at the red hand did you go to that red hand tour where he just talked and yes, took audience questions yes that night like lives in my heart yeah one of the more that was one of the so most we talked about that that was a true event seeing him take questions from the audience and just any people were asking him the most soul bearing questions and he faced every single one of them. And it was a, just a lesson in being a human being. And it was, it was one of the great shared experiences I've ever had uh, at a show. Yeah. I think of it all the time. Me too. And just I really do. I think of it all the time. He processes these questions and gives these like meaningful eloquent answers so quickly it, it's so helpful to some i don't know it just makes you feel so much less alone that's just basically what we told him and and it was so lovely and then mm -hmm. he kind of instead of shaking our hands he just sort of sort of took each of our hands and gave them a little squeeze it was yeah. just like powerful ugh, i made everything great yeah, but fine. I, I I'll hold your hand the next tour. time I see Nicole. I get it. <laughs> next time I see you, I'll hold your hand. 
Okay, I'll message be in LA received. to see Cat Power. When you're here, <laughs> I'll hold your hand. Okay. And then I'll good. sing that goth song, squeeze. Hold My Hand. Which one? Hold My Which Hand one? by Hootie and the Blowfish. One of my favorite. That's, one of the oh, early, that's no. early goth stuff. That's early goth. I, I don't, don't remember explain. how that song goes. Hold my hand. Want you to hold my hand. Hold my <laughs> hand. Because I'm a super goth. <laughs> yeah. That's, right. Yeah. The Nic- goths need the hand holding. I got to finish this list, Nicole, or I'm going to be in trouble. All right, have fun. I think you should put on there celebrities who have liquor brands. That is a great idea. Ivana Punch You was was there also, right? Yeah. That night. Yes. See, I remember. I remember. Thanks. Thanks, Nicole. Talk to you soon. This is an excellent call. Excellent call. You call I didn't do any detective work, just my brain is is my file cabinet. Thank you, Nicole. Oh, good job. Bang bang. All right, let's do the list real fast. Real fast. We got to close. How many do we have left? How many slots? One sec. Want you to hold my hand. All right, so we got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten slots to go. That's what it looks like. Ten? Seems about right. Yeah, let's do it to it. Let's do it to it. All right, chat, give me names, callers, 201-989-0012. Let's do it. Let's get this done. Hello, Best Show. Hello, can you hear me? I can. I can. Good. Good. It is good. Gennady the Crocodile coming. Okay. Gennady the Crocodile from the board again for the for the wad list. What do you got, buddy? The, the, the chat. Two two nights ago, wanted Ayn Rand, mm-hmm. the writer, objectivist, libertarian. I think she should she she ruined the marriage, both her marriage and the marriage of her protege, by having an open affair. I think she should be on the wad list because I you, really think she should be on. Okay, you want Ayn that's, Rand that's on one the of list. it. Ayn Rand on the list. The other one. I got, I got a couple others. All right, let's hear it. Liver King makes the wad list. Number 65, Liver King. Have you ever heard the name Baldur von Schirach? I have not. He was the second guy to run the Hitler Youth. Um, was Gauleiter of Vienna. Screaming, both a screaming anti-Semite and a screaming coward, who every time the Allied bombers came, ran for the, the bunker. Uh, in in Vienna, sent his children away when the bombers started showing up in 1944. Baldo von Schuach, do you want me to okay. spell it? Or we're good. We got it. We got it. We got it. Number nine. Hold on. Number ninety. Hold on. Number ninety-four. Bill Simmons. Number ninety-five. Ben Simmons. Go ahead. Keep going, Gandhi. Uh, I, Kevin McCarthy, because he just lost the. The, um, he goes in the politicians category. He goes in the politicians category. Yeah, and that's that's all I got. Okay. So Kevin McCarthy, Baldwin Shurak, and Ayn Rand. That's great. We'll put Ayn Rand on. Good. Okay. Ayn Rand makes the list. Right up. You got it. Thanks, all Chief. Right, thank you. Bye bye. 
All right, what do you got? You got something for us, special? Hello. What do we got? Yeah, hey, Tom. It's, Tom, it's Donnie in Buffalo. Donnie in Buffalo. What's up, Donnie? What do you got for us? Hey, man. Um, uh, so for weeks now, I've been trying to get in since the 24-hour show. Uh, for Wadlift, I think Arcade Fire should be on there. You think a band should make the wad list? I don't think it should just be the singer, although the, the the main singer is probably the most obvious wad, but I think the whole band deserves it. Yeah, I can't do a whole band. I don't know what the whole band's all about. But, like, okay, so a few years ago, they sold out to Live Nation, and they gave Live Nation their whole tour, and they insisted that the fans come and get dressed up in, like, costumes, come to their shows, mm-hmm. instead of just showing up. Um, so it was sort of just like a weird thing, but then when everything came out about, about the singer wind and kind of how he was like an inappropriate person and had that kind of like weird power thing over fans, all that, you know, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Um, quick one, hold hold on one second. Hold that, hold that thought, my friend. Um, did DJ Khaled make the list? He's on there, right? I don't believe he is on DJ here. DJ Khaled. Ha- oh, there he is. He's number oh, he, 69. Uh, 69. Sorry, my bad. 69. Yeah, thank you. Look, uh, uh, Donnie gets it. Um, Alf is not making the list. I had one, and I just lost it. Um, hold on. Wait, hold on. I can get it back. What's a baseball player? Uh, bloody Sock Man. What's his name? Kurt Schilling. Is he on there? I. Not, let's see. Do we have Kurt Schilling on the list? I don't want to put Arcade Fire on. I don't, I don't know the deal. I don't think that. we do have Kurt Schilling. Kurt Schilling makes the list. Uh, 88, Kurt Schilling. Be perfect for him. Heil Hitler. That's the freaking spot for that creep. I'm not going to put Arcade Fire on, my friend. All right. I appreciate your cause. I, I appreciate I, 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 No, you did. You made a very convincing uh, argument, and I appreciate it. Donnie, because you made you, such Tom. a convincing... No, don't go away yet. Because you made such a convincing argument, you get to be on the line when I make the announcement that I've teased the whole show. I'm starting my musical career. I'm excited about that. Okay, well, let me finish. Let me say my thing now. Hello, everybody. My name's Tom Sharpling. I'm the host of The Best Show. I am a uh, best-selling author. uh, I, I write for television occasionally, uh, and I'm getting back. If you've got a job, throw one my way. I do all sorts of things. But one thing I'm going to do, I'm starting a band, baby. And what's the name of the band? Well, of course, it's a Stone Temple Pilots tribute band called Stone Tom Pole Pilots. And we will be holding auditions. This is not a joke. I want auditions. I will say this. The garbage rats might feel like they have the inside track on it. They will be afforded audition slots. No preferential treatment for garbage rats other than they will be given a beverage at the rehearsal, at the auditions. If you are a member of the garbage rats, you will receive a beverage at the auditions. That will be your benefit. And your the leg up is that you will be more hydrated than the other auditioners. I need a guitarist, a bassist, and a drummer. Stone, Tomple Pilots. Right? Just picture that. We're going to do it all, right? 
Lady picture show, she hides behind that bedroom door. Right? I am, I am, I said I'm not myself. I'm not dead and I'm not false. Right? We got this figured out, man. Stone Tomple Pilots. We are not joking. Was that exciting, Donnie, to be Lousy on the line tonight? in the shop building, baby. Yeah. And somebody in the chat says, Tiny Music is a masterpiece. You're correct, it is. It is not even a hard rock album. It's a power pop album. It's a power pop album, people. At what point are we finally going to realize that Tiny Music from the Vatican gift shop is a power pop album. Don't believe me? What do you think of this song? Oh yeah, this is grunge, huh? That ain't grunge. That's not grunge. It's power pop. Oh, but here's a grunge one. Oh, that's power pop. We're going to tap into that. Sure, we'll do plush. Of course, we got to make everybody happy. Maybe we'll do sex type thing. Probably not. Wicked Garden, perhaps. We'll give them the heavy ones. But we're gonna, this is where we're going to live. That's where we're going to live. Stone Tomple Pilots. Audition information will be revealed soon. Get ready. Yes, and no Velvet Revolver. There'll be no Velvet Revolver in any Stone Tomple Pilots set. Seriously. It's power pop. It's power pop, people. What part of power pop don't you understand? That should be my shirt. What? That's what I'll wear in the... No, it's not. I'm not going to wear that. I'm going to wear that. Listen to this. Listen to the chorus of this. Tell me this isn't a cheap trick chorus right now. Picture cheap trick doing this part, and then you tell me I'm right. Cheap trick. Stone Tomple Pilots will honor that. We'll even do a couple of cheap trick covers. All right, let's finish this list. We got five more. I want to ban from the chat forever. Whoever said it's not a cheap trick chorus. You're banned for two lifetimes. How many more do we have? Uh, actually, I've been corrected. It is six. Six. Let's get it going. Six. Okay, let's see. Who else makes the list? What do we got? We got to close it out tonight. 
Got a code. Uh, uh, yeah. Grayson, uh, Grayson Allen. The right. Grayson Allen. Anyone? Yes. Grayson Allen. Number 74. Sharon wants John Wayne on the list. Number 75, John Wayne, right next to Clint Eastwood. Is Mike Francesa on the list? I don't think so. Francesa, 77. Did Jan Wenner make the list? Yeah, 60, 66, Jan Wenner. Kurt Schilling is on twice. That's okay. That's the level of wad we're talking about. Let's see. Oh, put on the list um, Tofu Freak 666, who said that is not a cheap trick chorus. Number 91, Tofu Freak 666 makes the list. Um... John Taffer, right? Yeah, John Taffer, number 98. Or 99. John Taffer. Stone Tomble Pilots. I want cool people in this band, too. I want, like, cool people. Bill Maher is already on the list. Did putting... you catch Barry Weiss? Yeah, Barry Weiss sucks. I'm not a wad, though. Like, worse than a wad. Joe Buck? I think Joe Buck's on the list. Joe Buck is a total wad. Oscar the Grouch is not making the list. Brian Williams. Yes, that's a wad. Can we put Brian Williams on, please? Newsman Brian Williams. Put down Lana Del Rey. You're never going to be safe in my book, Brian Williams. Let's check the calls here. We're getting any calls. Oh, I think we're done with calls for the night. Right? Are we done? No, we have a bunch of calls. Real quick. Thanks, Donnie. We're going to go as fast. So we're going to be done in two minutes with the show. Watch this. Hello, best show. Are we done? Do we do it? Hi, this is Savingtron 3000. What do you got, Savington? All right, here. Here's my, I, I got the list, the, just real quick. So, 100 Greatest Wads, Bill Maher, Joe Rogan, Seth MacFarlane, Justin Long, Jonah Hill. Um, we got so Jared many of Subway. these. We got the, yeah, we got so many of these. Um, I have another one. Let's see. Where's Kurt Schilling's first list, uh, first spot on 38? Okay. Who else you got, Savington? Real quick. Come on. Savington, please, please. Uh, uh, DeSantis. That's all I can say. Who? I hate DeSantis. With Rick DeSantis. Rick DeSantis, politician. Thanks, Savington. We'll talk more. Call me again. We'll talk more. Okay, here we go. Hello, best show. Hi. Hello? Hi. Oh, no, it's a child this late in the show. What's your name? Uh, seriously. What's My your name? My name is Mal Rose. Mar what is it? Marilyn. 
Marilyn, I, wa- I wish I could talk to you more, Marilyn. I'm running out of showtime, though. That's what I'm saying. I love talking to nine-year-olds. You're cool. What grade are you in, Marilyn? Fourth. Fourth Fourth. grade. What's your favorite subject? Lunch? (laughs) What is it? Recess. 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 I love it. That's the attitude, Marilyn. What's your favorite TV show, Marilyn? don't have one. I don't really have a favorite of anything, but if I had to choose, I'd choose Adventure Time. Ah, Adventure Time. I did. A, I, I was Jermaine uh, on Adventure Time. Did you know that? No. I was. I did the voice of Jermaine on Adventure Time, uh, the dog's brother. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty impressive, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty good voice. What's that? Pretty good. Pretty good. Um. Pretty good. Um. Voice that you made for us. Thank you, thank you, Marilyn. I appreciate it. Um, this is what I'm going to ask you, Marilyn. Can you call next week? Mm-hmm. If you call next week, we'll talk a lot. Um, okay. Sure. Okay, I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Final calls. Here we go. Hello, Best Show. Hey, Tom. Yes. Aaron in Kansas City. How are you? What's up, Aaron? Hanging in there. You, How much? You got some some stuff for the weather. What do you got? Let's hear it real fast. You can do I it. Just thought, I just thought of one. Who's the owner for the Knicks? James Dolan's on the list. Awesome. What about um, Nick DiPaolo? Wait, who? Nick DiPaolo? Yeah. Yeah, he made fun of my jacket. Take the first Kurt Schilling off and put Nick DiPaolo on there. He made fun of my jacket at Luna Lounge once. He will never be off any wad list I do. You're hundred percent right, Aaron. <laughs> awesome. All right, thanks, buddy. What about uh, okay. Tom Segura? Tom Segura. No, well look, what, what, what am I gonna just name every comedian I don't like? Well, just all the ones that moved to Austin. Oh look, that's their hell. Who moved? Can you mind moving to Austin? Because Joe Rogan moves there. You move there also. What's wrong with you? It's, it's a it's, go get a plane ticket there. Just go back and forth with a plane ticket. Everyone I know in Austin is just like, holy crap, get me out of Austin. Except Coop. Coop's driving around the Dragula all over the place. It's him and Joe Rogan driving around in the Munsters hearse. <laughs> Thanks, Aaron. Bye. Okay, here we go. Final one. Final one. Final call of the show. Hello, best show. Hey, Tom. It's Josh. Real quick. Um, The E6 for legs guy. He's not a wad. He's a a brilliant mastermind. It's my Moriarty. Uncle Frank from Home Alone. Uncle Frank from Home Alone. You know who's a wad in Home Alone, that old man, right? And how about Chucky? Chucky the Chucky the the, doll. the murderous doll? Mm, yeah, not really a wad. Thanks, Josh. All right, have a good night. Bye, bye, everybody. The list is done. We did it. I want to thank Sweeping Promises for coming in the amazing. Brett Davis for handling that booking. The brain on that kid. 
the brain on that kid. If I could only get it out of that noggin, I could sell it. Put it in pill form. Not sure that would work, but it's worth trying. Sweeping Promise is great. Wadless is done. I want to thank Joe Kwasalka for coming by. Amazing. Next week, one word. Three words. Guitars. Drums. Coffin. Fourth word, Australia. Fifth word, Goner Records. Everybody get ready. We'll be back next week. Killer show for uh, coming up. Can't wait to be here with you next week. And I'm going to say good night. And on the way out, again, we'll play a little Tyrannosaurus Rex. The Best Show is produced in partnership with the Forever Dog Podcast Network. The show is hosted by Tom Sharpling and features John Worcester, Michael Lisk, Jason Gore, and Pat Byrne. The show is produced and written by Jason Gore, Pat Byrne, Michael Lisk, Brett Davis, John Worcester, and Tom Sharpling. The Best Show is executive produced by Tom Sharpling, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Co-executive produced by Jason Gore and Pat Byrne, segment producer Michael Lisk. The show is engineered and mastered by Andrew Gleason and Wesley Knapp. Graphic design, video editing, and social media by Brett Davis. Website and technical support by Martine Sellis. And the show is recorded at Forever Dog Studios in Los Angeles. Support The Best Show on Patreon over at patreon.com slash thebestshow. And follow us on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Best Show for Life. That's Best Show number four, Life. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.